Hello, beautiful people. It is, whoa, Insider Monday, May 23rd, 2022. This sports show shall begin right now. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on this glorious Monday. I hope the weather and life is fantastic wherever you are. I hope your weekend was beautiful and majestic. And I hope you got a chance to enjoy whatever the hell you enjoy doing in your spare time. What I got to do is watch a shit ton of sports. Relax and chill a little bit. We'll talk about it all with the boys as we have Ian Rappaport joining us in about 12 minutes. Obviously, Jadavion Clowney sounds, uh, signs back with the bronze. Yeah. 12 million, 11 million, 12 million, 11 million. Right in between. One yeah. or the other. I, mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. Turn down offers, I guess, in between 14 to 15 million a year for multiple years elsewhere. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Would like to know that from Ian Rappaport mm-hmm. to go back to Cleveland. Had nine sacks last year. Yeah. Not bad. Quietly played 14 games, was healthy. He's back in Cleveland, a game record who doesn't always necessarily show up on the stat sheet. And maybe some people say is every single play his best play. But obviously the Cleveland Browns say our team was better with this guy on it. They pay him over $10 million to join them back on a one-year deal. Good for Clowney. Good for the Browns. We'll talk to Rappaport about that and anything else going on in the NFL world. Then Sean Schwanio. Here we go. In a second hour, senior NBA insider for the Athletic and Stadium. Is Jimmy Butler hurt? Oh, no. What's going on? The NBA Finals. Everybody okay? What's going on with the Lakers head coaching job? Juwan said, nah, I don't want it. No way. I'd rather go back to Michigan so I could slap other college (laughs) coaches. And he said he didn't want the job. J.J. Redick on ESPN this morning said, Lakers, not that good of a job, really. What? Whoa. And LeBron James on that team. And I know he won a Razzie, okay? Because Space Jam, LeBron James, whatever, was not as good as the Ridge, but... Still a pretty good story. Not bad. Not bad. Nice. Whatever the case is, they're saying that's a bad team to go coach. They can't find a fucking coach. Winning time just wrapped up. Everybody's watching. You would think you'd want to get into that franchise, that program, that organization. Uh, Who knows what the hell's going on. Hopefully, Shams will be able to tell us. A.J. Hawk will join us. His toxicity should be flowing Mm -hmm. after a long weekend over there in Ohio. Saw his son and Bobby Carpenter's son on the same soccer team. I assume they won. I assume that team is a little bit more physical than the other squads. We'll talk to A.J. about life and everything going on in his world. Aaron Rodgers made an appearance on TNT last night, chit-chatting about the match that is coming up. He and Tom Brady were in a side-by-side next to Charles Barkley, uh, Kenny the the Jet Smith, Mm -hmm. EJ, and Shaq, chit-chatting about their match coming up. Shaq and Chuck couldn't get past the fact that they are infatuated with how good-looking Tom Brady is, and I can't blame them. I mean, I assume that a lot of babies, whenever they're born into the world, they're shown a picture of Tom Brady and say, hey, this is what you should fucking be trying to be Mm half-like. Best American football player of all time, incredibly handsome, all the money in the world, and he's a good golfer, I guess, what everybody (laughs) says. So I understand that. Aaron looks to be an incredible mood. Yeah. Hadn't heard from Aaron in a while. I have not. The world has not. Tan looks good. Hair is flowing. Chuck told him to get a fucking haircut. <laughs> Love that. Mm-hmm. Chuck could say that, obviously. Aaron seems to be incredibly confident about his golf game. And he says he doesn't need to practice. Whoa. So what does AJ know about all that shit? Is that a lie? Is that the truth? What's going on around the Aaron Rodgers saga? The people are talking about him not being at OTAs. He's not the only one. Tyler Murray also not at OTAs in Arizona and many other vets around the NFL not showing up at OTAs as much as they had in the past because I think everybody at this point is starting to realize this ain't fucking really worth a damn. 
I mean, it's great to be back around each other and build some camaraderie. And if you have a new coach, a new program, a new scheme, a new bunch of new guys, maybe it's good to get in here before training camp. Although you're going to be around each other for 15, 16 hours a day for like three, four weeks straight. You're going to learn a lot about people quickly in training camp. Maybe it's good to get scheme back. But as we go on here, it feels like veteran players are, you know, starting to stay away from the mandatory or the voluntary shit as opposed to in the past when they used to get publicly shamed into having to show up. Now, there's a lot of people on the internet that are like, eh, it makes sense for them not to go. Just played football a couple months ago. Are they in shape or are they not in shape? I think the COVID thing really changed a lot of people because there was no OTA mandatory because nobody was supposed to be around each other because COVID was killing people. Yeah, that's right. And your grandparents. And everybody around you, so right. stay away from each other. So then they didn't really start working until they got near training camp, and everybody said, we're playing fucking great football. It's going to be tough to go back to the old way. We shall see, but it's always going to be a conversation whenever people like Aaron, whenever people like Kyler don't go to these voluntary workouts. Will they be there for the mandatory ones? We shall see. Other than that, Justin Thomas is an absolute dog. Dog. Down seven going into a Sunday of a major, and he fucking goes on a tear. Goes six under in his last 13 holes, uh, counting the overtime holes, the extra aggregate scoring three holes. This guy on the show two weeks ago says, all eyes are on the next major. All eyes are on the PGA Championship. I'm trying to figure out the right rhythm for me. The reason why he played in the tournament uh, two weeks ago was because in years past, he had not played in the tournaments before majors and felt as if his best uh, golf wasn't on Sunday and Saturday. Turns out he was not great first couple days then 67, 67 then fucking birdie, birdie, par whenever he needed in overtime. This dude's a dog, just won $2.7 million his second major. Congratulations! Now, with how poorly he and Rory look to be performing going into Sunday in no Nobody at the top of the chart, really, with any resume. There was a lot of takes coming out about how these dudes don't got the killer instinct. Mm-hmm. ESPN actually wrote a fucking... Kevin Van Valkenburg. Oh, KVV. Hey, listen, when KVV starts talking about, you know, the mentality of golfers, mm-hmm. it's hard not to take Kevin Van Valkenburg's word for True. it. That's right. He knows. And, and we knew that the fucking Valkenburg, the Van Valkenburg, oh, yeah. he's been the authority on golf a long, long time. time. Long time. He wrote, literally on Saturday, Rory and Justin were supposed to thrive in moments like this. But they keep missing chances in big moments, and it's become clear they didn't inherit the vicious predator mentality of their mentor, Tiger, a bit of conjecture that is starting to harden into fact. Whoa. Whoa. KVV. And then down seven, Justin Thomas would go in to fucking win literally the next day. Say, hey, KVV, S my D, pal. What a fucking run for Justin. It was awesome to watch. It was a great day to watch golf because he got very active very quickly. Mito's going to remember yeah. yesterday for the rest oh, of his life. Boy. Maybe callous him up a little bit. He did do the interview, seemed to, you know, get past it mentally and said, you know, it's hard to imagine what the pressure of a major is like in your entire body. And then on the 18th tee box, he just said, 
I'm gonna go for this thing. And his whole body said, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. And then boom, JT comes in and strikes. He'll remember it forever. Hopefully he'll go on to win in the future. But congrats to JT and Will Zalatoris putting on an absolute show. Now, we turn to the boys. The Toxic Table. At Ty Schmidt. At Boston Connor. Connor, how many days to NFL football? 107. Whoa. There we go, boys. We're right there. Do you not think, Ty, that Aaron Rodgers needs to be practicing right now with all of his teammates? Or he's going to forget how to play football and they're going to stink, Ty Schmidt? That is a conversation happening around the sports world right now. Well, I don't think he's thrown a pass before he showed up in Green Bay the last two seasons. He's won two MVPs, so I think he's doing something just fine. But we did kind of do the same thing. Like It was the Kentucky Derby photo came out, and everyone was like, Jesus, he looks small. He's losing weight. Is he going to retire? And then we saw him at the match. His calves were looking monstrous, and it's like, oh, okay, this guy is actually in tip-top shape. So that's kind of been the thing now for at least last year. I think it'll be the barometer this year. We'll see how he looks at the match. I'm I'm sure he'll be looking great, and we kind of assess where we're at when he needs to get back on the field from there. So, you know, Aaron and AJ have inside jokes that they do on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, and I'm the third person on the screen. They're doing their little inside jokes. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Do a lot of that. Oh, yeah. You know? But I try to remember them. I believe one of their inside jokes, and I don't know how, because it's A.J. Hawk that said it. Sure. Aaron doesn't throw a football, I don't think, all offseason. I think that's like something that they were talking about because there were some people posting on Instagram they were throwing routes or running routes with somebody and it was like highlight reel and I think I overreacted to the highlight reel and then AJ like mocked Aaron was like hey where's your highlight reel or mm-hmm. whatever and then I think AJ like slid in there like yeah tell him you don't throw a ball until training camp so whenever we saw him playing against those high schoolers mm-hmm. in that seven on seven yeah. I think he was even mentioned again like oh he's throwing a football mm-hmm. like I think he does take a long time away mm-hmm. and he said his arm is felt better than it's ever felt the last two years right. as he's won MVP going in training camp because the way OTAs are set up is you ramp into OTAs you go all the way up to the mandatory mini camp at the end of it. It's like a three day mini camp at the end of your uh, voluntary OTAs. And there's phase one, phase two, full go. Then there's mandatory. And you ramp up like this. Everything's going like walk through, not even on the field, no balls allowed, not even allowed to be together. So, like, okay, allowed to be together with balls, but only allowed this amount of time. Then it's full go. Here we go, running routes, one on ones, and everything. And then there's a month break <laughs> with nothing. Yeah. Nice. Then training camp (laughs) is like right back in there, and it's like day one. So Aaron talked about how with the schedule of just ramping all the way up into training camp, into the season, his body responded much better than the OTAs ramping all the way up and then down for a month and then all the way back up because you're basically extending the season another month and a half longer than it has to be. It's kind of how he viewed it and talked about it with his, his arm. Let's assume a lot of guys are feeling that way about their ankles, their knees, mm-hmm. the routes that they're running. It's and people are going the old school people are going to hate this, but I think it's only a matter of time before it's basically just rookies, undrafted free agents, and people that are new that are going to these volunteer or people that live in the city and the vets that are like the pillar of the culture stuff. But I think there's going to be more and more people missing these voluntary workouts than there ever has been in the past. I, I assume, like, and who cares? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if they stink. They're going to lose their job. Mm -hmm. Right. So go to OTAs if you think it's going to make it better. But if they're good, who cares what's going on in the OTAs and the voluntary shit? And I feel like past generations, maybe clubs and coaches and stuff, used uh, this meeting time here in May, June, just to make sure that guys hadn't put 40 pounds on since the season was over, like just to hold them accountable to stay in shape all year long. But like these, the generation now, 
like and you've said it a bunch of times they use the the working out like basically as content and they, and they, they worry about their body so much now that you don't need to check in on them every two months to make sure that they aren't letting themselves go and shit uh, like that. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I showed up at those off-season workouts like, <laughs> you know, 260. Yeah, have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was having a great time. Yeah, what are you going to do? Okay, I need to be here. I need a little structure, all right, for the next couple <laughs> weeks. Also, I mean, how many times can you just fly to a random city, get boozed up, and then come back home and then fly to another city, get boozed up? So it's nice that there's actually something to do. You yeah, know, like sure. I get to go to the facility, I get to see some of my friends, I get mm-hmm. to chit chat, and there's a little bit of structure. So for me, I enjoyed it. But for some of these guys, now granted, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If I was from, you know, like San Diego yeah, or, sure. uh, you know, anywhere in, that has warm, perfect weather during the off season, you could see that guys would be like, hey, Green Bay's awesome. But also, there's like really talented guys out here. The yeah. ocean's yeah. here. Florida. My home's here. Yeah, yeah. Florida guys. Arizona, yeah. yeah, the Arizona. See, that's the interesting thing because I assume Kyler's there full time. So him not going to the voluntary stuff and he's in town is worthy of a conversation. Like, how are they? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just training with his people, though. Maybe also he's putting no, up. Well, no, I'm not part of Face Clan. Yeah, we're out. That's right. Matt Hasselbeck's part of Face Clan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Matt Hasselbeck, so I will support Face Clan. Okay, Matt Hasselbeck, they're back. Quarterback. That video I saw, I can't. It was tough for me to take it serious. Uh huh. What was it? What was it, Bill? What was that video I saw of Face Clan? It was my first time. Yeah. It was when Hasselbeck was on Face Clan. <laughs> NFL introductions. Uh, they posted on their Instagram. Oh, and it was all the players. It was hard from. Yeah, it was hard. That was, after seeing that, I was like, okay. Maybe I do open up my eyes to another team. Yeah. <laughs> you know, on the internet. Uh, right. On the esports. Yeah. But they did take our guy Hasselbeck on the squad, so maybe I should like them even more. Well, we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't close the book on your fandom just yet. You know, someone someone might come calling. And Honestly. I'm starting to get into, oh, yeah. hey, was the start- flag football game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That video is tough yeah. for me to take. Yeah. Uh, is there another e-gaming team we even know about? Dude, Huntsman, dude. Huntsman. Huntsman. Wake up. Huntsman, bro. Oh, so who's the Optic Squad? Yeah, Noob yeah. Optics. Yeah, Scum. Scum. Optic Scum. I think, I think yeah. Scum is. is a team? No, it's P. <laughs> with a P on the end. Huh? Scum. Key player. He's like team. the top I was about dog. Saying, if Scum's just walking around. My name's Scum. Like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I, fucking, yeah. I got mad respect for old buddy's <laughs> fucking confidence. I'd, I had a friend um, played in the NFL. Guy went to Pitt. My name's Greasy. Okay. It's literally what the. Yeah. Hey, my name's Greasy. It's okay. like, all right, I know. I feel like I know exactly what to expect. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Greasy, legend of a human being, uh, great football player, hilarious conversation, pretty good drinker. Oh. I love Greasy. Uh huh. But I think I loved him immediately upon hearing the fact <laughs> yeah. he calls himself Greasy right. and introduces himself as Greasy. It's like, okay, this guy has come to full understanding who he is, what people expect, and he's owning it. That's why if old buddy's calling himself scum, he's like, yeah, that's what I am. Yeah. And he's fucking better than everybody else at the game. I can't help but respect yeah, I'm that guy. Be a dog. That face clan video is tough, though. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. Both sides. But yeah. I don't think we were supposed to be the, we weren't the demographic. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Joining us now is probably the demographic. A yeah, man yeah. almost went on the IR because he boozes so much. Jesus. He drinks uh, in public. He drinks at home. What? He drinks around his wife. And what? his wife almost took out his fucking teeth uh-huh. as he was boozing and throwing the beer back. Uh, joining us, senior NFL insider for the NFL and NFL.com. Uh, host of the weekly wrap-up with Rap Sheet and Friends. Us being the friends, he being a Rap Sheet. Ladies and gentlemen, Ian Rappaport. How's that tooth going, pal? You still got the Novocaine shot in the mouth? 
Uh, no Novocaine, but uh, they did kind of like fill it a little bit. So it was, it was just, it wasn't crooked, but it was a little piece missing. Um, so they had to go in no Novocaine, just kind of like fix it up, added a little bit to the tooth, uh, and said this could last two days or two years. If it lasts, cool. If not, we're going to have to shave off a part of your tooth and make them even. Um, but yeah, my lovely wife really with the MVP move uh, on Thursday, breaking my tooth. Well, shout out to your wife. Yeah. Yeah. And shout out to your tooth. By the way, surviving more than two days, clearly. So the low yeah. expectation of return there. End expectation, who knows? We're happy you're okay. Is this a sign, though, maybe? Mm. Stop boozing? No. Payback for the driveway? No. Hmm? No, I mean, I would say, no. Look, I, I think this is a sign that yeah. my wife should not elbow me in the mouth when I'm taking a sip of a Modelo. Like, I don't, like, of all the words. I think that's Modelo. And, and the crazy thing is, like, it was, so, you know, and I don't want to speak too much of my lovely wife, who is no doubt not listening. Um, <laughs> well, sometimes she sometimes she does listen, but not. I'm sure not today. Um, she... She elbowed me and was like, you all right? Yeah, okay. And that was it. And never one time said to me, like, hey, your tooth is kind of, there's part of it missing and maybe on the floor. Or, like, yeah. we just went through. And I was I was fine. I went to the bathroom. like, like, Leah, did you see this? She goes, oh, it looks, you can't even tell. And that was it. That's awesome. Nobody That's said anything until when I woke up the next morning. I'm like, yeah, we're going to have to get this fixed. Well, I think the amazing thing is this is like when somebody gets hurt outside of the NFL practice facility like you want to you you have to power through till you get to the facility then you got hurt on the first rep there your wife was hoping something else would happen with your yeah, face yeah. and then she well it turns out you should have ran into the wall when you're all boosted up <laughs> you just broke your tooth so I respect that move from the wife and by the way um good on you too just you know, just buying into the booze back thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Just buying all the way in. Your liver is one of the most impressive uh, that our human species has, I think, at this point. Yeah, I mean, I would agree with that. Um, <laughs> but look, you got to be you got to be upfront with who you are. Uh, and I am someone who the things I like are very simple. I like golf. What? I like my family. What? Uh, not necessarily in that order. Um, I like to have a drink or two. Five, or three, eight, um, ten, lose five, a tooth. Five, they run into a wall. I think that's really five, it. I mean, I, I'm pez, sure there are other things. I just can't think of Pez, Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Peloton. I do like to Peloton okay. sometimes. What about oh, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. What about your job, dude? Oh, yeah, my job. No, I like that, too. You're a terrible yeah, person. Really like uh, we're happy that you. Hey, thank you for, you know, being who you are. Yeah. That's right. You just tweeted um, that Debo Samuel has not uh, attended the 49ers OTAs, which is voluntary at this point. Not a surprise as his situation remains unsettled. Kyler Murray also being reported as somebody that didn't show up at the voluntary OTAs. Back in the day, the voluntary OTAs felt like they were mandatory because you'd be publicly shamed if you didn't go. Now it feels like more vets are opting out of going and using their own personal workout people. But now whenever there's a contract situation happening, it is worthy of a convo. Do you think Debo and the Niners are in good terms and they're going to figure it out? And do you think Kyler and Arizona are in good terms and are going to figure it out? Or should we read into this much more than really all that matters all right let's start with the Kyler thing they're both pretty interesting but let's start with the Kyler thing I think they are fine I think they are on the same page I think they are moving forward together like he's going to be there he's going to be the Cardinals quarterback this year he's going to play probably great 
Uh, and I would imagine they're going to be probably do what they've done the last three years, which is take a little bit of a step forward and be a little bit of a better team than they were last year when they were also, especially for the beginning part of the season, very good. They just aren't there yet when it comes to a contract. And I think this summer is probably a better uh, timetable as far as when it might get done. So he's obviously not going to show up. Anyone with a contract unsettled is not going to put himself in harm's way. He has to go to mandatory though, right? Doesn't he, uh, he has to go to minicamp yeah. at the end of this whole thing? He, He'll be at mandatory, I'm sh- I think. I shouldn't say I'm sure. I think. Uh, how much he'll do, I don't know. Again, like, I'm sure what what players have done, and you're right, like, this used to be a bigger deal. Now, I, I mean, like, I don't think anybody really cares that much, except if it's not being there for a reason. Um, I'm not sure how much he'll actually do during minicamp, but my guess is he would probably not like to get fined, so I assume he'll be there. I'm not saying you, but do you think it used to be a bigger deal because all media outlets used to shame every single player if they didn't go to OTAs? Yes. 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 No, I, I mean, and this guy hates the team, yes. hates the city, getting paid this amount of money, won't come to this. Yeah, but it's voluntary. Doesn't matter. This person's going like that used to be the coverage of it all. Like literally well, it used to be the coverage of it. Yeah, and, and I mean, it was definitely some of our fault. And I'm, I mean, it's not like I'm blameless. Like, I'm sure I've done it. Talk about how, like, you know, oh, a player really needs the reps in the spring. Like, okay. yeah. No, um, they don't. They don't. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Some players don't. By the and way, GMs used to think. Yeah, yeah. Some players don't. What's that? Some players need that shit, I think. I, I don't want to tape it right. off as no players need to be at OTAs, but, like, I think some guys have earned the right to be like, oh, I'm actually going to stay at home and train with my person. Is there a new yeah. offense? No. Is there a new football? No. no. Is there a new field? No. All right, so you guys at the mandatory. <laughs> like, I think some people can do that. Not everybody, though, you know? And what were you about to say about right. teams and coaches? No, and, like, I think coaches used to think this was a much bigger deal, too, because we all grew up and sort of were trained on the mindset of, like, everything the team wants you to do, you do. You show up all the time. You yep. practice as hard as you can all the time. Yep. And if you're not, then you're not doing everything you can for the team. And then something kind of happened in the last five years where we all realized athletes – not only have a voice, which they do, but also are humans. Are quite are charming. So like, funny, you have Joey Bosa, funny. who is a baller, who likes to train by himself and then be awesome. Like, okay, train by yourself. Or like your quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Like, he doesn't like to do a lot during OTAs. He doesn't like to throw a ton during the spring. Whatever. We'll probably be fine in September. Well, Matt Ryan, currently, technically, kind of. My quarterback, but this show's quarterback, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh-huh. I, he said that whenever the um, COVID changed the OTAs, he said his arm felt better than it had ever felt before because the the natural build of OTAs is like this, and then you get like a month off, and then you're right back in the training camp again. So he oh, felt as if the build, when COVID got rid of OTAs, and they had the extended training camp, and it was a full ramp-up period, he said his arm felt better, and I think a lot of people echoed his sentiments that were kind of OGs with their knees or hips. They're like, this is much better than the full, hey, we're going to go full go, and then probably get boozed up for like two weeks and then we're going to try to get back in and then do it. So who knows? All right, let's move to Debo though. Debo, he's not going because contract situation. Are they in good terms? Are they going to figure that out? Because it sounded like Kittle chatted with Debo last week. They didn't talk business or anything, but they have a great relationship. Kittle complimented him immensely. Sounds like you all think that the Niners are going to get it figured out with him on their time. Is that still how you feel or what's going to happen with Debo? And what is, um, what is, uh, 
Tori Dondi. Dondi thinking about it all now at this point. Well, I would say I I think they can get it settled. I don't believe it is settled right now. And there's a lot of work that has to be done. Like, this is when a player asks for a trade, basically says he does not want to be there. And it has nothing to do with the contract. Because remember, he basically told them, don't offer me a contract. I'm not going to take it. I want to be traded. There is some work that has to get done. Kyle Shanahan is very charismatic and also very good at making sure football players are good at their jobs. Right? He's a great play designer. And he has helped Debo Samuel become like the dynamic weapon he has been. So I think they could get it worked out, but they are not there yet. And it has more to do with just contract. Like, I think the fact that the 49ers drafted a running back in the mid-rounds, I believe third round, if I remember correctly, um, was actually valuable and important because then he doesn't have to be used as a running back as much as maybe he was last year. That is probably an important part of this, along with other things like contract and whatever else. He wouldn't mind being a running back if they would just pay him for it as well, right? I don't think so. I think it's more career longevity, like, and, you know, running backs, it, it hurts. You get injured all the time. You have short careers. Like, you see the contracts of running backs. Like, it's different. You're As a receiver, those guys are getting paid like nothing we've ever seen. And you can play into your 30s as a receiver. Fascinating. So I just assume that if they would pay him for, you know, top dollar wide receiver with a bonus running back thing on top of that for however many snaps, that he would be cool with it. But I guess he's thinking like eight, ten years into the future, he'd like to continue just be able to do his thing like we're seeing Devontae be able to do and others. Mm-hmm. All right. Fascinating. Hope it all gets worked out, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Well, he'd be at mandatory. He, he would be at minicamp then, is, or you're thinking... That one, I do not know. Uh, you know, you can do a couple different ways. You can do the, the, the hold-in, you can do the hamstring pull, the back, the migraines, um, or you can make a bigger statement and say, I'm not going to show up, find me. And then, you know, usually if you get a contract, they kind of erase the fines, um, and that is a possibility. If he's there for minicamp, then there's probably a good chance the team will pull him aside and try to talk to him and try to work this out in person. So I think if he's there, this could go a long way to fixing this. But I don't know for sure if he's going to be there. All right, we appreciate that. Before the boys have their questions, um, we may or may not have a source, okay, that's telling us that a combine vote is in the coming days. You know, this is a big deal for Indianapolis. Is that something you're hearing or knowing? Is there any important combine votes taking place over the next, let's say, 48 hours about where the combine will be housed in the future? I would say, I'm. so I'm in Atlanta right now. I'm in the uh, Delta Sky Club, awkwardly hiding behind the wall, talking to you guys. First class. Um, Just kind of, people are walking by going to the bathroom over there. It's kind of weird, but it's fine. It's not the weirdest place I've sat and done this. Uh, Generally, league business is settled at league meetings. There's going to be a couple things that are going to come out of this. Um, There's actually a really cool program the league's doing to help diverse minority coaches and GMs get hired, but that's a whole different thing. It would make sense for the timing if a combine vote was taken, let's say tomorrow sometime. Um, I'll be on the lookout for that. And I thought, you know, so I think the combine is going to be in Indy next year. And I thought going into this whole thing, oh, it's just going to be in Dallas or it's just going to be in L.A. I'm not so sure anybody wants it as bad as Indy does. And Indy does a really good job. So I I don't know. I could see it back in Indy for a little. We'll see what happens during the vote, but I I could see that happening. Well, you know. 
It's perfect. It really it's a wonderful is. Wonderful city. City's perfect for it. It's literally built for it. You know, everything's connected. Yeah. All the hotels are ready and hospitable because there's something that happens here every single year where like 200,000 people travel from outside the city to come enjoy something. And then all oh, the bars and oh, restaurants God. are just like, come on yeah. in. Coaches and players already have their, no, coaches and GMs and owners, they already know where to go. The routine. Wrap everywhere you go. They're like, all all right, let's get a couple more bottles. Yeah, that's right. Booze bags coming through. Minimal Come on. Bombs. Keep it. That's well, true. Not There's a lot less bums in Tennessee from what I heard. Yeah, that's right. And I don't yeah, know if they're... True. That's a lot of time. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, they found the clause. I guess they figured out public camping not happening in this city or this state anymore. That's wild yeah. genius. That's a wild move by Tennessee. That's happening. Did you hear this? And how come that stadium no. is such a dump? Are they going to change <laughs> that stadium down there in Nashville? Uh, I think that'd be another thing, actually, that could have some news. We'll see if we have some news on that. I think it'll be probably tomorrow. Generally, stadium news also gets handled here. I saw that they want a lot of public money. There's been, been a lot of discussion about how much NFL teams have gotten public money. The bills were sort of the latest, but... I think yeah. a lot of times cities uh, cities feel like they sort of have to. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll get a little bit of news on that. Well, I believe the NFL brings a lot of value to every single city. That should be something that is talked about. Yeah. And I believe that is Can't argue that. that Can't argue that. actual business where you can see the actual numbers. But I can see how some people who maybe aren't sports people who are in a position of power somewhere wouldn't mind grandstanding on how much money are we giving said billionaire who owns mm. team to run company. And that's a that's obviously always going to be a fine balance. But the NFL brings value to your city. Let's right, never right. ever forget it. Let's right. never ever forget it. Go ahead, Ty Schmidt. Rap sheet, how long did it take for this whole uh, clowny going back to the Browns uh, deal to happen? And also, who are the other teams who replaced Reportedly offered him more money in a longer contract. Do you know? Uh, I know at least one. Um, I will not mention it. Um, the hell? Why not? Uh, I know. But uh, it took forever. Place. I mean, literally forever. I got word Wednesday afternoon that this deal was about done. It was like, but hang on. Some things got to get finalized. And Clowney, you know, <laughs> he's a great player. He's a very good player. He is his own man. He signs one-year deals, it seems, every year. Oh, here we go. A little bit of Colts news. What? Whoa. My buddy uh, Mike Garofolo is reporting that Foles is done to the Colts. That'd have been Should Big Rich yeah. yeah, back with Frankie Reich. You learn from Matt Ryan, and you know, if something happens to Matt Ryan, not that Matt Ryan has ever been injury prone in his entire right. life, but if Big Richard, Nick Foles, and Frank Reich can dial up that magic they had in Philadelphia, that would be fantastic. A lot of people were talking about getting Big Richard here in Indianapolis a year ago when Big Richard was cutting promos at press conferences when he was QB3. And he was saying, hey, you put me back with Frank Reich, you know what I did? Super Bowl, Philly, <laughs> Philly. How's everybody doing? Eat shit, basically. Now he's an indie alongside Navy SEAL and astronaut, Jim Irsay's words, Matt Ryan. So let's go, India. That's great hey, news. Wow. Hey, thank there you, Garofalo, for this information. How much is he paying him? How much are we paying him? How much? Uh, he, so he's got four guaranteed already from the Bears, I believe. Thank you, Chicago. So <laughs> unless they're going to pay him more, my guess is it's probably just a low deal for this year and let the Bears pay I'll have to check, but that's what I would. Hey, first glance would be wow. let the Bears pay all of it and just 
low deal. Thanks, Poles. Appreciate you, Poles. No, 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 no. That's a that's a Ryan Pace situation. Oh, oh, oh inherited it. Yeah. Oh, so we're placing blame on the previous regime. Yeah. The, Oh, you got good in, huh, with Poles. Sounds like You it. and Poles wow. pretty tight. That's what Whoa. it sounds like. Oh. He's a bright young GM. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of what Florio did whenever AQ's roommate from 15 years ago said something. <laughs> That's right. Florio was like, oh, it must have been AQ Shipley. <laughs> now everything that comes from you, we're like, oh, Poles. Yep. Poles yeah. directly with Ian Rapp. This is great news. Hey, good for the NFL. Let's go, yeah. Rapp. Hey, I like the Poles Hitch's wagon to you, though. I think you're a good wagon to get going with. You know, is that I mean, kind of a thing? I would say if he has done that, it would be a great thing, especially for me. Um, and I would say I would recommend all young GMs or old GMs do the same. It's beneficial, again, mostly for me. How's that? Yeah, definitely for you. Certainly for you, but also for them. At this point, you're already established, so this career is going to happen. How does that work out? Because we know some insiders have better, you know, relationships at some places. And when we hear somebody report something, we're like, oh, they've been accurate in the past. Are you just building these relationships since they're like young assistant coaches and scouts? And that's why you come to India and just buy everybody booze. And then when your horse gets a general manager job, you're like, yeah, Woo! Woo! is that kind of how the insider game goes? Um, yeah, yeah, I would say that's, I mean, like some of what I do, so then you guys are reporting that your people, some, there you go. Some of what I do is a little bit of like talent scouting, right? Uh -huh. Like you try to identify who are the good young coaches, who are the good young GMs, who's going to be successful. And, mo and sometimes it's just people like, who do I want to meet? Like who's good and who I, so I like one of them, just this one kind of stands out probably five years ago, I flew to minnesota to talk to kevin stefanski who was a quarterbacks coach and it was just during training camp and he had lasted at every regime and apparently he was a really good guy and a good coach and every regime had kept him and i'm like all right something is obviously good with this guy where everybody keeps him when usually everyone just gets fired so we chatted on the field he's a nice guy we talked we kind of stayed in touch uh, and i'm not saying he's head coach of the browns because of that conversation never know um but like that's kind of what you try to do oh. is like here are the people who are gonna really stinks. make yeah. an impact <laughs> you try to meet them on the way up and look if they some stavansky doesn't but some do some then maybe they toss your story here and there like i'm not gonna turn it down that would be rude you know yeah because who would you be you know to let some other person maybe get the story that was presented to you first you'd be a fucking right. loser and a clown yeah. you wouldn't want to do right. that you don't want that no yeah. so that's why all the booths Makes oh, sense. Losing with everybody. Mm -hmm. You're out here. What's that? Uh, well, Not man. Working? Home Alone, you know, uh, with the video, you filthy animal. You're out here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Smooching everybody. Yep. That's basically what Ian Rapport's doing. Yeah, yeah. pretty He's much. Smooching, smooching everybody. Smooching. Who's going to get into a position of power? By the way, Ian, we appreciate all your smoozing. Yeah. Good smoozing, pal. You know, there's big issues out of the town that you used to cover directly at Boston Connor. Your question for Rappaport. Yeah, Rapshi, we got 107 days till NFL football, so no one's going to know who the OC is for another 110 days on opening Sunday. Uh, aside from that, do you think Mac Jones will have a little bit more say in the offense? And is there a chance Bill Belichick just says, fuck it, I'm calling the offense? Uh, is there a chance? I would say... Will he 100% call every offensive play as if he's the coordinator? I'm not so sure it would be like that. 
But the thing that's amazing with Belichick, I mean, there's a lot of things, but yeah. so everyone's talking about who's going to be the, and I don't think there'll be an OC in title. I would assume there's not going to be, but there will be someone who's sort of charged with saying the play calls to the quarterback. Is that Joe Judge? Because he's sort of going to work with some quarterbacks. Is that Matt Patricia? Is it someone else? Is it Nick Cayley, the tight ends coach? I don't 100% know. The fact that Joe Judge <laughs> is working with quarterbacks probably puts him in a fine position to be the guy literally saying it. But Belichick at various times has taken a much more heavy hand in whatever needs it. Some years, young defensive coordinator, he kind of oversees that. Sometimes, you know, like Josh McDaniels is a young quarterbacks coach. Belichick, okay, takes a heavy hand in the offense. Belichick will be very, very involved, making sure that it's all run as it should. So, like, you know, people will be like, oh, what are the Patriots going to do? Are they going to be okay? Like, yeah. They're going to be okay. They're always okay, and they'll always be fine. Yeah. Dan Orlovsky said it's a bad idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bad idea. Rebuttal? Who am I Who am I to argue with Dan Orlovsky, who I really like, by the way? Um, I think it's it, – we do this every year where the Patriots do something, and everyone's like, can you believe that they don't have numbers on the back of their jerseys or they don't have coaches with titles or they took this – defensive back from Rutgers in the first round. Literally everything. And they're always pretty good or maybe really good. Yeah, but Rutgers, I mean, not the proper school to use there, right? You should have said, like, Northern, Southwestern, Idaho University. I mean, you know, or they took a guard named Cole Strange that most people hadn't heard of. Well, Um, we learned about him quickly from the Senior Bowl. fucking sick. He's so good at being named yeah. Yeah. and looking jacked. Oh, having yeah. a cool face mask. Cool face mask with the single bar. Did bark. he have a cool face mask? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dog. Oh. Can't block. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's what everybody's saying. I, you, would, you would think, though, Bill Belichick would understand, you know, a good offensive lineman and a bad offensive lineman sure. and why he would draft it. But the senior bowl clips that we're seeing, Ooh. that guy cannot put his body in between another person's body and a quarterback. No, speed bump. Which I think is a big part of blocking, but I got faith in Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. I got nothing but faith in Bill Belichick. I hope Mac Jones takes another step. I believe Tom E. Curran will be chatting with Mac Jones today Ooh, after practice. Okay, I'm pretty sure. So we'll get more out of this entire saga, or we'll get nothing because... Another great trait of Bill Belichick is telling everybody what they can say and what they can't say publicly because we ain't giving nobody fucking nothing. Go ahead, Tone Dick. Yeah, Ian, this is uh, Kevin Colbert's last week on the job. Thank you, Kevin. Hey, hell of a run. Baby, uh, Kevin. So, are we? Can we expect a, an announcement this week from the Steelers who the next GM is going to be? Have you been talent scouting in that organization, mm. kind of trying to predict who that GM is going to be? Any anyone you think it's going to be? Uh, I would say there is a chance we get something this week. It would, the timing makes sense. And the Steelers always, I don't know, they always seem to do everything proper, I guess is maybe not the right word, but like kind of as it should be. So Colbert finishes up. They have a successor. He's very involved in who the successor is going to be, although I think it sounds like Mike Tomlin is going to be ex- like not, not final say because that's ownership, but Tomlin has also been extremely involved in who he's going to work hand in hand with. Um, they have several had several second interviews over the last, I think, six candidates over the last couple weeks. In-house, Brandon Hunt and Omar Khan are the two. Um, you know, Omar Khan has kind of been the one people thought would be the heir apparent, but usually the Steelers have a scout at the top, so it'll be interesting to see if they go kind of against what they've always done. Uh, one thing we probably know is that whoever has the job is going to have it for a very long time because they have stability like 
I would say most teams would. Die. I don't know if that's true. You Which hear me? One? The stability thing. They had stability because everybody they've hired has been a home run. But like the Colts have had right. stability at the quarterback position for like 25 years, and then boom. New one, new one, new one, new one, new one. That's I think true. you're one bad hire away from not having stability anymore, you know? Except Tomlin's there. So, like, I, I mean, he's had some teams where I've, and I'm not, you know, where I look at him and I'm like, I cannot believe this team is 9-7. and seven in Why is this guy burying Jeez. Duck Hodges? Do you think Duck Hodges oh. isn't a good football player? That's a champion what? duck caller. Can you name what team Duck Hodges was just on? I believe it was a USFL. The Red Blacks! Yeah, Fucking Ottawa. Ottawa Red Blacks. Going after the Grey Cup. How in the... Because we, we work every day. We champions of <laughs> sport. Yeah, we chop, we're stewards. We're, we're champions of stewarding football. Bingo. That is what we are. And while you're out there golfing and boozing and losing your teeth, what? we're out here cutting our teeth. Yeah. Learning everything we can about the sport. And quack, quack, quack playoff quack. quarterback Duck Hodges yeah. is, you know, chasing a great cup yeah. up there with the boys <laughs> and launching a podcast, mm-hmm. I believe, right now. Red Hawks? What is the team? Red Black. Red Black. Jesus. Red Black. And he has officially retired from football. Well, oh. And by the hey. way, we would like to officially you know, celebrate his career. Yeah. Thank We're you, Now, he did not deserve the shot that you just took at him. Not at all. Whatever you're talking about. Yeah. So- Register to vote. What? No, I did not take a shot at him. That was their exact record, I think, whenever Duck was on the team yeah, playing quarterback. Yeah. You were talking exactly about Duck Hodges whenever you spoke there. Seems fun. Seems fit. You weren't talking about Ben. No way. Uh-uh. Is he coming back? Ben Roethlisberger? Is Ben Roethlisberger coming back? No. No. OC? Ben Roethlisberger is not OC? I did see the thing about him having... Did you see this? The report that he had bad blood with the Steelers? Yeah. Well, that was, that was Jerry Dulac. Yeah, he was responding to Boner Garage 6 Jerry Dulac, yeah. Jerry Dulac going ahead and dumped some gas and was just like, come on, come on, come on. Stick <laughs> golf, Jerry. Come on, come on, come on. Let me, let me get this thing going. And then... He went on with the super genius, Mark Madden, and said, hey, no bad blood. Literally 12 hours after you oh, wrote really? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, that Jerry Dulac having a Jerry Dulac day. Uh, any other news about to come <laughs> out of the NFL that we need to know about? And are you working currently down there at the league meetings? Yes. Uh, I'll be working. I think a lot of the – I'm not getting paged. Um, when I was in uh, – yeah, we get the point. When I was in, uh, when I was in Vegas, my just got paged on the loudspeaker. It's truly a great moment. Who evicted? Yeah. And then did he? Did we? Did you guys see him like fucking <laughs> no. shake? No, that that actually is what I expected because I thought he would be like jogging through the airport. Except when he jogs, it's faster than most people jog. But not did not see him. No, I think um, I think what a lot of the focus will be on is the. Uh, NFL accelerator program for young coaches and GM candidates of color, minorities to come to Atlanta. I'll be working a league meeting um, to meet the owners, get in a room, familiarize themselves with some of these decision makers, and hopefully oh. do a better job as a league of hiring really talented people who happen to be minorities. So that's kind of the focus, I would say, in the next couple of days. Okay, that's awesome news. Sounds like that's going to be great for the NFL as a whole in the future of the NFL. Speaking of the future of the NFL, is Dan Snyder getting voted out? And is this because Papa John came out and said that Dan Snyder (laughs) and Jerry Jones wanted him to go run Roger Goodell out of the NFL? And Roger Goodell said, oh, is that right, Dan? I've been protecting you. Let's 
let's do a vote. Mm -hmm. And then they said if 24 uh, owners vote to pass this, then they can kind of move on. Is that happening at that meeting? And will Dan Snyder give a full presentation on why they shouldn't kick him out of the fucking club? Or how's that go? I don't think it will be a presentation here, but I'm sure that this issue will be discussed. You know, like a lot of times what happens at these meetings is they have the agenda, which is discussed in the room. And then they have the good stuff, which is discussed in the hallways, kind of outside the meeting in like privileged sessions with these owners. I, I mean, I, I saw the report. I, I have no reason to think it's not credible. Um, so I would imagine this is going to be a topic. And, I, and Roger Goodell has a press conference generally at these league meetings. I am sure he will be asked about it. Um, you know, and I don't think it has to do with the Papa John's guy. Um, Papa? But the, the allegations um, – you know, again, Stan Snyder were on the emails and, and all of the, I mean, it was, it was all pretty serious. And I know the league was not happy. Uh, it does take 24 votes. Um, we, I don't, I don't believe we've seen that yet, but theoretically it could happen. But yeah, I'm sure this will be one of the topics that is uh, discussed down here. So everybody have their head down and then they'll do like a thumbs up thing. Like, yeah, you're nay or how do they, or they I mean, I would survivor? think it would be, is it uh, oh, yeah. 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 the tribe has spoken and you're fucking hot? How, hot? how does it work? Maybe there's like a you hold up a placard like you're in a uh, like you're bidding in an auction. I don't I don't I don't know. Or maybe you stand up like in cognition and you say yay or nay. Fuck I mean, it's unprecedented. So <laughs> That'd be awesome. Jim Irsay just got done buying Kurt Cobain's uh, Teen Spirit guitar. He's like, I have nothing but good vibes until this fuck, fuck him. I vote yeah. <laughs> See ya. Is it yes or no? Are we no for him supposed to be here or yes to get him the fuck out of here? Because I'm with both of those. And then they sit back down. I, that would be pretty, this is a multi-billion dollar decision. Yeah. I assume Dan Snyder, if we know anything about Dan Snyder, he's not going to go down quietly. No, he's a cockroach. He yeah, cannot he, die. No. He will survive. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you uh, for taking the time in the middle of your yuppie club down there, <laughs> flying first class as you deserve it, and for reporting everything going on around the NFL. We appreciate you, Ian. All right. I appreciate you guys, and thank you for your concern about my personal well-being. Mm -hmm. Well, just uh, put the bottle down. Come on. Oh my God. Not during the weekdays. You know what I mean? Maybe don't lose a tooth while boozing. Put you on IR. Yeah. Again, totally my wife's fault, but thank you. Don't tell her I said that. Well, you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he interrupts. Joining us now is a man who, you know, doesn't look like he's moving in mud whenever he's moving. Because nah, although he has zero cartilage in either of his knees, he could still run a 4-5 if he had mm -hmm. to. Yeah. I know the Fan Craze Football League has T.O. in it, and Michael Vick was in it, and then Michael Vick yeah. disputed those claims and everything like that. But the guy that joins us every single day for the second and third hour of this show could definitely go play in the Fawn Controlled Football League if he wanted to. Oh, yeah, his weekend. head is still the same size, still the same depth, still the same hardness. Ladies and gentlemen, the thickest bones in the history of bones, the greatest jawline in all of sport, college football national champion, Super Bowl champion, Ryder Cup champion, COVID survivor, Aaron James Hawk. Yeah! What's up, dude? Hey, happy Victoria Day, guys, especially you, Goomp. Well, Goomp didn't know what happened. Thank you, AJ. I appreciate that. Goomp, I like you your, uh, Goomp, he has such great, like, you know, patriotism towards his, his home country, so I appreciate that. Now, Gump, did you know it was Victoria Day before Rob from Victoria called us to tell us about your hometown's holiday thing? Yeah, it's a long weekend for all the lads back home. Oh, okay. Celebrate during uh, the weekend, not during the day. It's like St. Patrick's Day. There you go. Well, happy Victoria Day. Happy Victoria Day. 
kind of Victoria Day. I saw that your son uh, played with Bobby Carpenter's son in a soccer tournament. Did you guys win that thing? And are you guys just, uh, you know, is that like the Smash Brothers out there on the field? Uh, they, yeah, he's played on uh, Bobby's youngest son's uh, team uh, all year. Yeah, they they won yesterday. Their season concluded. They got a little medal, so they were juiced. Wow. Wow. So did they win the season uh, standings with uh, like a win being three, a tie being one, a loss being zero? Is that what they won? Uh, they're pretty young, and it's just like their little school league, so I don't know if it goes that in-depth, but I believe, I don't know if they may have won every game. They may have lost one game, I think. Okay, oh, so they won the good. league standings, though. If there are league standings, maybe they did. That, so what I mean, the fuck what? did you just say? Did they have a tournament yesterday, or no? This was no, the- not really. No, it's just that everything was like the conclusion yesterday, so it's technically a tournament, I guess, but their season ended. Okay, so league standings after the entire season, your kids won. You know who didn't? Liverpool. Liverpool. Thank you for helping me get there, AJ. Three times. Jesus. I should have known. I should have known that's where you're going because it's such a soccer program. I should have known you're going to Liverpool. Well, literally, you said it happened, and then I said, okay, this is actually a great thing. Is this what it is? No, don't corner me. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know where you're going. How how am I supposed to know where you're going with this soccer? I was just asking you a question about what you had said. (laughs) That's all I was trying to do, AJ. Okay. Okay. I apologize for being you know, as threatening with my questions <laughs> that you had to become super defensive. I'm saying there's no website. There's no one checking the standings for these five and six-year-olds playing soccer. But Why is that not? how they won? Is that what they won, though? Is it a fake win? Does everybody get a medal in this league? No, no, no. They got a medal. I don't think the other team did. Okay. Okay, okay. okay so you. they won their league. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Won the yeah, Congrats to them. Yeah. I heard something crazy. What happened to Liverpool? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you, AJ. This is a big-time sh- Soccer program. <laughs> soccer program. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So that was bananas. Mm-hmm. Watching what was going on with Aston Villa, Man City, fucking Liverpool, and that Wolf Squad or whoever the hell they were playing, with the crowd getting some fake news in the middle of it. So Liverpool was going uh, to win their third trophy of the season thus far with a fourth available this upcoming weekend, I believe, for the... What are they playing for this weekend? Champions League. So this weekend is the Champions... Oh, okay. The Championship of the Champions League. Whoa! Is yeah. the, this is the fourth tournament of the month that they're playing? <laughs> Two months, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. But this past weekend was the entire season standings like the league standing so it was not a a tournament that could be decided it was a playing against everybody getting points and there was little to no chance Liverpool was going to be able to win this like two weeks ago the thought was that Man City started fucking up fucking up fucking up and it came down to the final day which I guess is probably a dream for the Premier League was that how it always is at the end of it because that was fucking electrifying, Gumpy, watching that on Saturday morning. I think Liverpool's lost three games like in two seasons and haven't been able to win the league. What is so Man City's Man just City dominant? Is so good, dude. Damn. And it was like Villa was up two nothing and I think if Liverpool would have scored when Villa was up two nothing. I think that would have put more pressure on City, but once City scored one, I mean, there's no stopping them. 75 minutes into this thing, AJ, uh, Liverpool needed Man City to lose. Mm -hmm. They're down two zip to Aston Villa right there, 75 minutes into a 90-minute game or 95, 96-minute game, whatever it is. Then they come marching back in five minutes, scored three goals. (laughs) The entire soul from Liverpool gone, even though they score a goal, because Liverpool needed Man City to lose. Liverpool needed a tie or win. They 
would end up winning the league. It was awesome. They were kind of flashing back and forth. The Liverpool fans were getting information as the game was going on, like either on a Jumbotron or whatever, and would celebrate out of nowhere. And it was like, oh, Aston Villa just scored again. It was it was great for soccer. Honestly, it was an incredible soccer morning there with nothing else on TV, AJ. Well, the, the thing that I saw, I don't know which team this would have been, was something that you tweeted about the dude scoring the goal when he faked 37 times and then did the little reach around oh, kick. Oh, right what yeah. the hell was that? Yeah, that was awesome. I don't know what league that was in. They were certainly not speaking our oh. language, but seven oh, step. That, even, that's not a, that wasn't from what you're talking about? No, no, this is different. The, the soccer had a big weekend. Yeah. Right? yeah. Listen that's to this. It. The soccer had a big weekend. That's Balotelli, who's, uh, I believe, just one of the biggest showmen in the history uh-huh. of soccer. He'll uh-huh. do his thing. Seven step overs. How you doing? Boom. And then a Rabona. Uh, behind a leg kick to score a goal. Maybe the filthiest thing I've ever seen. Even to attempt that now, follow up, all that defender's got to do is just lay down mm-hmm. or just poke the ball out of the way, but he's on his heels scared to death. What a, what a, what an absolute beauty, huh? Yeah. Yeah. What, what league is that? Gumpy, what? Where is he I playing? I think he's in like Division Two or Three in France. Oh, I'm no. not sure. That's kind of his thing, by the way. He does that. How many all soccer the time. teams? Are, how many soccer teams are there just in Europe alone? Six billion. Okay, AJ, is there more wheels, doors, or soccer teams <laughs> in Europe? Dude, I have no idea. If I started getting. What was the tournament last week that was being played since 1862? And it was the most important one, and I'd never heard of it before. I literally thought to myself, AJ's right. This is fucking oh. uncalled for. Mm-hmm. This FA is, Cup. Yeah, there it is. That one oh, came yeah. out loud. How is anyone supposed to keep up, though? If you're, if you, let's Can't. say you want to get into soccer and be a big soccer fan, how in the world do you keep up with anything? Well, you just got to be all invested in one team. There's 37 oh. leagues, over 1,000 clubs. <laughs> Shout out Zito. Jesus. Just did the, the Googling there, I believe. So you just but they all play for different teams. Teams depending on what time of the year it is, too. No, that's oh, a national team. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Hey, how come, okay. How many teams has Ronaldo been on the last eighteen months? Well, that's... he was on. Was was he on Bartha? No, he never no. went down to Bartha. That's because Methy was on Bartha. Right. Yeah. He was on Ventus for years, and then he was on Man U. He transferred. Yeah, and what he started on Man U. Don't don't like don't. Gump, that your tone is terrible. You know that. We're just Jeez, asking questions. Dude. What players get traded in sports too, AJ? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, in soccer. They go on loan in soccer. They don't get traded. Wow. wow. That's a different story. Wow. AJ. Here's a way, here's... You've been following the soccer, haven't you? <laughs> did you see what Ibrahimovic did? He, oh. went, he went to Serie A, wins the title, drinks from the cup, and says fucking bonjour, gracias, ciao, or yeah. whatever the fuck. I missed that. And Bop also got broken off this week. He stayed, he stayed home. To, and Bop was supposed to go to Barcelona. Uh, yeah. And all of a sudden said, nah, I'm staying at PFG yeah. with Methy around here. He lost 700,000 followers on Instagram when he stayed with PSG. How many? 700,000. They were real. Just quick before we dive into NFL news. <laughs> how do we get these fucking bots out of my comments on Instagram? Sick, what are they doing? What are they doing? See they them every like, time. Quote, like, like emojis or getting no, wet and juicy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what do they say? Oh, big, it's oh, big wet butts. I come thought those to life. were real. I click on those every time. No, I understand. You do that. I'm sure people do. But like, they're always like, why is everybody run to my story or to the yeah. bathroom? Yep. And, but then there's people. I've invested with Jane for mm-hmm. the last, and then they're giving away five thousand. I had to delete. 23 comments this weekend when I posted something. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not posting on this goddamn platform anymore. I'll just go into the fucking stories. How do I... 
What is going on? Why does that happen every there's single gotta day? Be a, there's got to be some kind of program you can buy, right, to scrub mm. all those bots? I would think. Hopefully. Would, I have no idea. No, I have no clue. Zuck wants those bots to invade your page. He's not yeah, like Elon trying to get rid of all these you know, fake accounts. He's saying, hey, flood the comments. Yeah. Go yeah, ahead. He can say, look at the activity. This exactly. is how many users we have mm-hmm. that are active, mm-hmm. which is why Elon was like 5%, 20%. That's quite mm. a different fucking platform I just bought. Yeah, I'd say. Hey, is that going to happen uh, now? It sucks, sucks bots. So that yeah. sucks, sucks. But we're shaking the their bots tails. Aren't all Zuck suck bots though? No, no a lot of them. Majority. No, really. On my shit, it's wait. Like, what? Are, okay, hold on though. What are the Zuck suck bots trying to get you to do? I guess you click on their. Uh, I don't know. Everybody, every one of the suck ones say basically, come look at my story. Mm-hmm. The other ones are the investor. And this person made me this amount of money, yeah. and I'm paying this oh, amount of money to people. Like I get more of those than the suck ones. The the Zuck suck bots are probably like three to four to five of them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Always. Then there's like ten of the investing with Jane, and she made me all this money. And then there's a Bitcoin genius in there. Yeah. There's a giveaway. So you have more of a like a, a nuanced investing following than a, a suck off following. Well, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I would like to get rid of fucking all of them. Yeah, the, the suckbots, they get a lot of likes on their comments, they too, do. so they're right up there. Immediately. Yeah. 75 likes, the post just went up. How the fuck? Get the fuck out of here. People have, you know, their comments turned on just to see what the suckbots are doing. No, every once in a while, one asshole follower of mine will respond to one of the bots. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck off, whore. <laughs> whoa. whoa. Yeah. Oh, I'm like, whoa, whoa, I feel bad. But are yeah. they hurting you? How are they, how are these bots in your comments, how are they hurting you? Dude, as soon it's as you people click, see. I literally yeah. just put the video up less than four seconds. Do people seconds. love to look at comments, though, and read all your comments? All right, what, you. This guy. You don't I'm get just it. saying, like, that's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> like, if that's what you're doing, that's overrated. If you want to leave a comment, cool. You don't have to scroll through every single one. Comment sections are normally how... I believe Instagram decides what's worth it and what's not worth it. Uh-huh. Yeah. We're actually, we're hoping for more commenters in everybody's Instagram, I believe. Absolutely. But I am done with the, the, the bots in mine. I might have to take a break from Instagram. Whoa. Wow. Getting off IG. Bro, I post something and then at 25 minutes, it ta- I got to fuck, get yeah. her off. Get this fucking investor off. Uh-huh. I don't care. And then there's people coming in underneath uh, other people's comments like, hey, you won my giveaway. And yeah. then I'm like, fuck, this one's scamming the people now. It's a nightmare experience on there. Does the talk have bots? The talk. As in tick. Oh, fuck. I would imagine I have no TikTok idea. is uh, loaded well, with stuff. If you're leaving IG, where are you going? Uh, just right back to Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Right back to Twitter, which I guess there's a bunch of suck bots on Twitter. Is Elon going to buy it? Is it going to go through? I don't know. Everybody's burying Elon for backing up, not wanting to spend that money. But if I thought I was getting, you know, 100% of a company for whatever, and it was only like 80 or 75% of the company, I would assume I would like a repricing structure. Is that what's going on? I have no idea. I've not kept. That's what he said, right? Didn't he put it on pause when he realized how many fake accounts are on there? Yep. Well, I need him to get over to Instagram because I fucking can't post anymore yeah. without all these goddamn bots. Let's move on. Um, 18 minutes, though, an hour or two. We still got it. Not bad. Let's go. Not bad. Huh? How about it? Tell the suck bots to come over to mine. I'd love to see him. No, you do not. You do not. It's uh, terrible. Maybe. It is so annoying. It is the worst. Some of the comments, there. some of them are witty. You know, do they respond? From the suck bots? What do yeah. you respond to the suck bots? Do they come back to you? No, Connor they, they, they are, they are, boom, stick and move. 
Boom. Okay. Stick and move. Uh-huh. Who's running it? One fucking super bot is running all these bots? I assume there's a, a data center somewhere. Yeah, suckbot AI. I'm it's a terrible experience in there. Could be the AIs. I Could spend, be Bill. I Could spend be Bill. more time deleting Billy McComas' suckbots <laughs> yeah. on my thing than actually, like, posting the yeah. shit. Yeah. It's the worst. Bill, stop bopping your shit to my comments. Come on, God, Bill. Bill. <laughs> and if that is you, Bill, stop it. Yeah, reel it in. Suck bots. Do it to Connor. Yeah, please. All right, let's move on. Anyways, they need to fix that. Um, I'm so mad about it right now. Twenty-four fucking comments in a minute. Can't have it. And then I, the hidden comments, even more. Oh, I can those imagine. ones. But Jesus. they're helping your account, though, technically. No, they're not. They're making they're it look comments. worse. Comments are good. Interaction is good for your account. Yeah, but the first comment you see every time is the suck bots. Yeah. Like, it's not as if you have to well, scroll for it. Connor, it sounds like they're ma- if if Connor wants those suck bots, I would imagine there's millions and millions of other people that want them as well. No, there isn't anybody that wants these suck bots no. other than fucking Connor. It's just me. He just said it out loud. His phone heard him. Oh, it's going to happen. Boy, yeah. Here we suck go. Bot city. I guess this is what the future is. Welcome to the modern world. Suck bots all over the place. Yeah. Fuck. It's the internet. I was in the Oculus this weekend. Oh, it's dead, by the way. I heard the Oculus is dead. Who, who released what? their own? Is it Apple's coming out with their own? I heard Oculus is done. So Wait, what? What? No. I think Apple was releasing one. one. Yeah, Jeez. PlayStation is. You hear how happy he was to say that, too? Like, yeah, he was yes. fucking... No, competition is great. It raises all of our levels. True. Hell yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. Just as man sharpens man, they say, in practice and everything. Mm-hmm. If Thrill of the Fight is going to be offered on that other one, I'll jump on that other one as well. Absolutely. And if it's going to be just as good as the one on Oculus or better, I'll get in there. And if I can fight, you know, some other person on there yes. and they figure that out, that'll be great. If they bring back Fight Night, you remember oh. Fight Night back in the day? I don't. I don't it was like the biggest boxing game Jake when we were Lama. kids. I don't know. Mike Tyson punch out whenever I... Oh, was. yeah, mm-hmm. before that. But like after, like, more new, like a newer version. Fight Night? Yeah, Fight Night. incredible. Really one of the game. best games of all time. I don't want to do this. Moment of silence for Migos if we're talking fight night. Oh, oh, no. oh yeah. They're dead. Yeah. We're aiming everything. Well, they're well, not talking. Unk. They, uh, one of them that's dating Cardi B unfollowed the other two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no. Is it And then the other two put out a banger, I guess. Yeah. And the other one's not happy about it. They had a good run, honestly. They did? Yeah. Honestly, change the game. Now they're done, AJ. Stop following each other on Instagram. It's fucking over. Are the bots on them both or not? I don't know. Good question. Well, they're all going to go solo now, right? No. No. Unk and Neff. In, in the in the. And Quavo's on his own. No. 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 He's, he's Unk now. He's Unk now. Uh-oh. Okay. And then Takeoff, I think, is is with him. Yeah, the and, Prince or something. And off. Three is tough, man. Any group of three, whether it's kids hanging out, adults, it's tough oh. because usually two will split away. Yeah, because two probably have more interest than the other one, and then uh-huh. boom, it's over. Yeah, See you later. Well, they were amigos. Yeah. No, they were just me. No, there's no way. There's no way. Now offsets all. But along. they were friends. They were friends, and they made great music together. And yeah. we should smile because it happened, not be upset because it's over. Mm-hmm. Amen. Thank you, Migos. Thank, Thank you, Migos. Migos. We'll miss you. Hit it with left. Hit it with right. Um, Hard Knocks in season last year made its debut with the Indianapolis Colts and being announced 23 minutes ago the Arizona Cardinals will now be 
the next home for Hard Knocks in season. A lot of great storylines over there. Obviously, Cliff Kingsbury, cool dude. Yep. Steve Kime, GM, seems to be a cool dude. They bring in Hollywood Brown. They got D-Hop, A.J. Green. What's the Kyler Murray situation going to be? TBD, J.J. Watts over there. What? A walking, talking, oh, motivational oh, oh, oh. speech happening over there. Buddha Baker's a stud. This is amazing. It'll also showcase the fifth largest city in America, one of the greatest cities on earth, uh, Phoenix and Scottsdale mm-hmm. area, which I am excited about. This is a home run for NFL, right? Don't you think? This is a team that's going to have yeah. shit to play for at that time, too. Hopefully they make the playoffs, as opposed to the hard knocks curse that has happened with every single team they've done, including the in-season one of the Colts last year that lost the clown town and didn't make the playoffs. Jeez. So the the original Hard Knocks will be the Detroit Lions, right? Evie's Lions. Yep. They'll take them up through training camp to the season. And when the season starts week one, are we going to be following the, the Cardinals already? November. Remember, it's like week oh, yeah. uh, six or something? I don't remember. I, I've, November. They what said. if they're like, what if something happens and they, you know, at that at this point in the season, they're, They've only won three games or something. Well, that's kind of what happened with the Colts. Yeah. The Colts were, were like one and five or something to start the season. Yep. Then the Colts turned it around. And then the Colts inevitably lose in the end in heartbreaking fashion. And we talked to NFL Films' Keith Cosro, who was the overseer of Hard Knocks in season Indianapolis Colts. I assume he's going to do the same for the Cardinals. They were going to follow the Colts however far they go. Yep. So I assume that's the same deal with the Cardinals here. They'll follow them however far they go. That team, for the last few years, has had so much upside, so much hype. Last year, the D-hop injury fucking affected everything. This year, it's the, is Kyler Murray's contract going to get figured out? If it does, what do they do now with Hollywood Brown in the building as well? That team has a lot of storylines. I'm excited for this. I'm yeah. actually looking forward to this. November, so far away, mm-hmm. but very excited about this decision. Yeah, for sure, and you mentioned it. Like Cliff Kingsbury, I'm really excited to just see him week in, week out. Nothing against Frank Wright, but he is just kind of so vanilla that it's like I mean you know what's it, your fudging problem yeah bingo exactly and don't you be stinking slandering <laughs> Frank Reich right now you hear me I'm not slandering him as a head coach I'm just saying I do not want to fucking watch him no, on a week to week basis sure. in like an entertaining behind the scenes fashion I'd rather watch a guy like Cliff Kingsbury because I think he might bring a little bit more juice than Frank Reich did yeah. I wonder if they're going to have a full jib cam at Cliff Kingsbury's house with that shot from oh, the draft I have to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. him just walking around maybe he draws on that glass like a beautiful mind Ooh. he's like connecting pieces over there is that is that what cliff kingsbury does behind the scenes tbd i guess aj hawk i guess tune in in november and see if that's what happens i can't wait to see what mcdc and the boys are like in training camp oh, oh. that should be fun Enjoy practices with the colts too so they'll be in town for a little yeah. bit oh, oh. Whoa. hey first day of pads with the lions sorry to cut you off First day of pads with the Lions on Hard Knocks. That will be an episode to see. How about first day of one-on-ones with the Colts? Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, there's going to be – it's going to be a massacre for a little bit before they have to back them off. Yes, there's going to be a conversation. I, I wonder if we'll have Frank Reich and MCDC have, like, a meeting on Hard Knocks. Like, tell the boys enough. Okay, we're not mm-hmm. the whistle stuff, you know? Because, I mean, if you're trying to institute a gnaw off a kneecap style culture – and you got Aiden Hutchinson in there and a new mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. and you're on hard knocks, and you're practicing against another team, a lot of high hopes, kind of nasty. I mean, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly and the boys, I mean, they are, hey, that's going to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a show. Penne Sewell, also a dog. He dog. was going after Aaron Donald during the game last year. Hitting Gawkways, uh-huh. now here, mm-hmm. a vet. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go, huh? 
Let's go, Hard Knocks. Yeah, and the Cardinals too. Like everyone remembers Nuke when the in, with the Texans when him and I think it was Daniel. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. went up like against each I'm other. I'm you. So, yeah, those get are, your fucking hands off of me. He's the best. <laughs> I am you. Yeah. He said he'll that. probably be back right for it too. Oh, love it. Hopefully. All right, let's uh, transition out of the NFL and Hard Knocks being awesome again, and let's talk about the association. Oh yeah, Here we big go. weekend for the association. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we got basketball happening, the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. Who will go on to be the champion? Who's injured? Who's hurt? And why does nobody want to coach the Lakers? To tell us all those answers and more, ladies and gentlemen, senior NBA insider for the Stadium and the Athletic, a man who had a New York Post article written about his. Hectic schedule. Yeah. Sean Trevanya. Pat, I'm glad I got the memo. Black on black on black. I like it. I like it. Well, you've been on the show 50 times. This is how we dress every time. (laughs) Okay, Sean. I just got the memo this time. All right, all right. I'm happy we gave you a heads up. I know you're very busy. I read it in the New York Post. They said something about your screen time being between, and that's just looking at your screen. They have those analytics and stats. 17 to 19 hours a day, and then whenever it's hectic time, up over 20. So you literally don't sleep, can't sleep, and are just staring at your phones at all times? I mean, listen, I, I think, Pat, I don't know what your screen time is. I feel like most people are, you know, anywhere 12, 13, 14, 15. I don't think mine's is that extreme. But, uh, you know, it was good to see, you know, once the story came, once that story came out that uh, everyone ha- was, was so concerned about my screen time and wanted to set me on dates and all that. So I'm, I'm, I'm open to inquiries for sure. <laughs> married to the game, married to the game, focused on the scoops. I can respect it. You are the, You got to start wearing those blue glasses, those yeah. blue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Worried about your eyes, Sean. <laughs> I don't think you'll see me with glasses ever. I'm going to be I'm gonna be rocking my, my contact lenses. Too, too handsome, he said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking sure. Okay. Look good with glasses. All right, let's dive into big news. I know AJ has a couple questions for you as well. Uh, the Lakers, Juwan Howard allegedly turned down any interest from Los Angeles to become their coach. Is that because he wanted to smack other, or other coaches in college? He has more to do with Michigan, or does nobody want that job? J.J. Reddick said this morning on ESPN, not a good job, allegedly, that's what he said. I don't know, that's what the internet was saying. I didn't see the entire clip. LeBron James is still on that team. Nobody wants to coach it. Is that real, or is that just a narrative that's being painted right now by everybody outside of it? No, I mean, I, I think the Lakers are going through a process, and, and uh, you know, Juwan Howard, he's coaching Michigan. He hasn't been a part of this process. They have three finalists. Darvin Ham, Kenny Atkinson, Terry Stotts. I would expect all three guys to, to get in-person interviews in Los Angeles Who? within the next week or so. And so th- at that point, they'll three start to narrow a decision. Two years from um, but, Who? But as of now, Who? Who? Starts? Darvin Ham, Bucks assistant, was part of that championship staff last year with Mike Budenholzer. Stop. Terry Stotts, nine-year coach in Portland, went, went to the playoffs eight yeah, different times. Stotts! Sure. As well as Kenny Atkinson, former Brooklyn Nets coach, was with the Clippers last year, uh, and this year he's with the Golden State Warriors who are bound to go to the NBA Finals. So Stop. those are the three finalists. Okay. Um, Juwan Howard was never a finalist. He obviously did, He's staying at Michigan. That was never really in question. So, uh, Pat, I can't speak to that report, but what I would say is these three are, guys are the finalists. These three are the guys that will go to Los Angeles for the final round of interviews. I do think there is significant interest in the Lakers job, but again, it all comes down to fit. It all comes down to how does each coach see this roster? Who's going to be the right fit? And I reported this on Friday. Um, increasingly, I'm starting to hear that they want a guy that can go in there 
and command a presence in the locker room, hold players accountable, and and be really a face and a guy that players will listen to, uh, have accountability, have a strict policy. Um, and more and more people I speak to, that is Darvin Ham. Those characteristics, that, that, that's, that bodes well for Darvin Ham's candidacy. We'll see how the, this next week or two plays out with those three guys going to Los Angeles for in-person meetings. But Doc Rivers, from everything I've been told, you know, I, I've seen things here and there about his future with Philadelphia. He will, by all accounts, be back with the 76ers and will be their head coach. So there, there, there's nothing there between him and the Lakers that I've heard. Maybe the Lakers should uh, get Jerry West. He used to be a real oh, yeah. That's right. I saw it on winning time. Go ahead, AJ. <laughs> Shams, are there any other uh, former players like in the league that are assistants right now that may become head coaches very soon? I know Jason Kidd, Steve Kerr, great players in their own right, having success as coaches. Are there guys in the pipeline? Well, I, I think, the, honestly, the first guy that comes to my mind, I was just at the NBA Draft Combine, AJ, this, this past week, and like, the one guy that I was hearing a lot about was Chris Quinn. He was he's, Miami, he's yeah. an assistant in Miami, um, a guy that played in the league, played on, a, on that championship oh, Miami team uh, with, with, with oh. Shaq. Um, and, and with D Wade, and so he has a lot of the characteristics that would let you believe that he can be a high-level coach um, in, in the NBA. But um, I think as far as former players, Darvin Ham, of course, top of mind. Charles Lee, he played as well um, on a professional level. He's a guy that will get a chance at some point here as well uh, to be a head coach. He, he he had rave reviews with the Lakers and Hornets. Adrian Griffin, former player, he was also a candidate. Um, for the Lakers job. I can see him getting a look eventually as well. Okay, good luck to all of them. Mm -hmm. Hope they become head coaches. Shout out AJ having super basketball knowledge. Yeah. Here. Oh, way to go, Hawk. I love that. Is that was an alarm for something or is that your ringtone for a text? Because that's wild. I've never heard somebody do that. <laughs> no, no, that, that was an alarm. That was definitely what alarm. are we doing? Shave? New shave of the face? <laughs> time. Yeah. It, it was an alarm to drink water. So, you know. Okay. Supposed to drink water. Supposed to drink water. I'm, I'm trying to stay hydrated right now, guys. Come on. Do you forget? <laughs> Sometimes I do forget to drink water. Yes. <laughs> Too much. Do you have that. one of these? Uh, do you have? Oh anything? yeah. I just got one of these. Hold Go on. ahead. Don't let us mess you up, Shams. Chug that sucker. Well, yeah. It sounds like you need one of these. It says like seven. Let's go! Yeah! yeah! Don't let us H2 get in the way of your water routine, dude. Oh, yeah. Hey, you need to get one of these that says, like, good morning. This is where you should be. You know, hydrate yourself. Remember your goal, Shams. Is that what it says <laughs> when the alarm comes off? Is no, there, there's unfortunately, no, no. I'm not, I'm not getting that inspirational. But you know what, Pat? I might need one of those jugs. So if you can, I'll send you my address. You just you, you just send me one of those, you know? If, you can if, use if this you can. one. You can just, I would never use this. So I, I'll send it to you. Somebody gifted it to me because, you know, I'm super healthy, but right. yeah. I'm not healthy enough. I don't have alarms to tell me to fucking stay hydrated. Next level. Shams, you are, are you a robot? You're a machine? You're a machine? I mean, listen, they say, they say I'm a cyborg. I don't believe that. I think I'm a good dude. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm person, you know, head down. <laughs> what time you wake up in the morning, Shams? Is it same thing every day? Are you a super routine guy? Uh, I try to be. Sometimes I sleep in, you know, to 7, 7.15. Unfortunately, today was a 6.30 day, but, you know, it, it can vary from time to time. Are we in the middle? Usually, of usually I try to stay in that 6.30, 6.45 range, though. Alarm or no alarm? Got to be alarm. I can't wake up without an alarm. I'll, I'll be sleeping until 11 without an alarm. Oh, no. Shots fall off. You know, the body clock. <laughs> Can't do it. 
What's the news right now? Jimmy Butler's hurt. Is he going to play? Uh, is, are the Dallas Mavericks never going to be able to win actual meaningful games because Luka can put up fucking 40 mm -hmm. and then they're still going to lose? Mark Cuban, Lil Wayne, friends again. What's the big story you think right now around the NBA? <laughs> so let's get right to the injuries, right? So this Miami-Boston series, this series has a bunch of players in, in on the injury report. So let's start with Miami. Tyler Hero is out. Jimmy Ooh. Butler missed the second half of game four, but I'm told he is expected to play. He was dealing with swelling from what I was told um, in the last 24 to 48 hours, and that swelling has since subsided. He was getting around-the-clock treatment going into game three, and honestly, from what I was told, there was concern that he might miss um, game three, but he ends up playing game three, then has to sit the second half. Um, all signs point to him playing tonight. On the Boston side, uh, Robert Williams, uh, with, with that knee injury, he had that torn meniscus. He ended up getting surgery. He ended up coming back out of nowhere. Uh, game three of that Celtics series. He is listed questionable tonight. Marcus Smart had an ugly ankle sprain in game three. He's listed questionable as well. Oh, Sources tell me both players good. will be game time decisions. Oh, no. Of course, the hope is that they both play. Yeah. But I, I expect both of those guys to go down to the wire uh, right before game time as far as if they're going to play. So that's the injury report for those two guys. As far as the Golden State-Dallas series, it, it's not looking good for Dallas right now. I think it, it was a great run. It was a great effort. I think we saw Jason Kidd's comments last night was kind of conceding defeat a, a little bit. He said, you know, we, we're only going get, to get better. We're only going to learn. This is just the beginning for us. We're going to be a lot better moving forward in the next few years. So 3-0, uh, and oh, it's never been done in the history of the NBA. So Dallas is in a tough spot. Okay, let's dive back into the Celtics-Miami. Tyler Ira, how did he get hurt? Was he – I just found out he's got a butterfly tattooed on his shin. Mm -hmm. You know how tough you have to be to get a mm -hmm. fucking tattoo on your shin? <laughs> I'd assume he'd be able to battle through a lot of things. What happened to Tyler? So he had a groin strain in game three, and he's going to miss tonight's game. Oh, yeah. uh, but he said that his goal is to play in game five back in Miami. Uh, you know, Miami split. Miami already split this home, uh, you know, th this, this road matchup against Boston. So maybe they're looking at a game like tonight as really a toss-up. Um, really, they're playing with house money. If they so win without fun. Tyler Hero, cool. If mm -hmm. not, they get their sixth man of the year back, back in the lineup for game five. Uh, your question for Shams. Yeah, Shams, the Warriors are just going to, what, sit around and hang out and kind of shoot the shit for two weeks while they wait for the Celtics and Heat series to finish? Or, like, what's their process now that they're just basically sweeping the Mavericks? Yeah, well, listen, they'll play game four tomorrow. We'll see if they sweep or not. If they sweep, they don't play again until next Thursday. So, yeah, they'll be sitting for a while, and they'll be able to get rejuvenated, get healthy, um, all those guys with wear and tear. But – you know, one player that we got to keep an eye on, is he going to play again this, this, this postseason? Andre Iguodala. We haven't seen him um, really for weeks now, and he's been dealing with a neck issue. He's a guy that was a big part of their championship run, their dynasty uh, over the last you know decade or so. He has not played. Um, I'm told the hope is that he's going to be able to progress to try to make a return in the finals. We'll see if that comes. Iguodala, okay. All-star in Philly, right? Yes. And kind of says, ah, fuck it. I don't want to be an all-star anymore. I'll be seventh, eighth man on the bench for Golden State. Mm -hmm. Then he became like a pivotal piece of that whole Kevin Durant, mm -hmm. uh, Steph Curry, yeah. Clay Thompson run, right? Yeah, locked down LeBron, won finals MVP. Was he a Hall of Famer, Iguodala? Listen, I, 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 honestly, I think it's 50-50. I, I think Whoa. there's a good chance he is. You know, he's, what, three championships? <laughs> um, you know, he, he's, he's going to have a chance for sure. And is finals MVP? Yeah, is basketball like uh, baseball where every team has to have a representative? Because I think Andre was like a shoe-in for the All-Star game whenever he was at Philly, wasn't he? 
there, there, there's, there's none of that. But I mean, all these players that we think wouldn't make the All Star, uh, wouldn't make Hall of Fame, uh, they all end up making it in, in, in basketball. So you know, you have Chris Webber; he just made it. We'll see Chauncey Billups. There's a bunch of guys. Next year should be Dwayne Wade um, and a few other big name guys, but. I, I do think eventually uh, uh, Andre Godal will get in. Hey, baby. Yeah. Congrats. Hope he comes back. That guy, awesome to watch yeah, because no. he looks like he's 75 years old mm-hmm. and then he he goes out there and dominates. Like, oh, I forgot this guy was a player. Go ahead, Ty. Shams, taking all of that into account, uh, the Heat and the Celtics are, you know, a fun story and everything, but is anyone beating the Warriors in seven? Like, is there really even any reason to continue the playoffs? <laughs> Great question, Ty. I mean, listen, I, I, I mean, I also came on this show and I said Phoenix had a good chance. Yeah, Although, did. months ago, we did we did hype up Golden State on this show. I, I want to uh-huh. say January-ish. We did kind of say Golden State was looking like the favorite, and then Draymond Green got hurt, and then... We only you know, know, know four teams back. exist, though. <laughs> like, we only know four teams exist on this particular show, you know? so I, think- I, I, I do think, though, that whoever comes out of the West, which obviously it looks like the Warriors, I, I'm sure they're going to be favorited. But I, I do think we can't count out... Miami, we can't count out Boston. No, you know, on paper, you have to think Boston, talent-wise, will give Golden State the biggest challenge because Jason Tatum, yeah. Jalen Brown, what? Al Horford—they've right. got so much talent on hey, Boston. Sure. Yeah. Um, and right. I know this is a Boston-friendly show as well as it's a oh, Zion yeah. Williamson-friendly well, show. Oh, yeah. So um, it's I'm cool just stroking your guys' ego a little bit, but I, I think Boston has a lot of talent, but Miami's Boston. just gritty. Either way, I do think Golden State will Boston's be the favorite, gritty. but. We've seen in this playoffs is not about who's favorite. Reformed Rust Belt. We. I'm happy to hear that people think this show is a pro ball. You're welcome. Hell yeah. Let's go. For Come you. on, Celtics. You mentioned something else there before. A uh, question from Tone Diggs, and we let you go. We know how busy you are. Zion Williamson, you mentioned him. He's. He said he's hungry to come back and be better than he's ever been. And everybody else is going to be basically eating their words and what they've been saying. I don't know if that was a real quote or not, if the internet just kind of did its thing. What are you hearing out of the Zion camp? And when do we get to see him play basketball at a high level on national television every night again? Man, I, I think that'll come next season. He's yes! going to be back next season. He will be back next season. Let's 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 talk it into existence, okay? But no, for real though, I think I do think he'll play next season. Uh, the big thing for him this offseason is going to be his extension situation. What will the extension possibly look like with New Orleans? I think that's going to be the top of mind question. We're going to be talking about going into July. Do they give them? Do, do they give him a full max? Do they try to give him a max that's similar to Joel Embiid's first max extension? A few years ago, that will be the ultimate question in New Orleans this offseason. What do you do with Zion Williamson and his max? But uh, from everything I've heard, Zion Williamson feels good. I know he felt like he was healthy enough to play at the end of the season. New Orleans, of course, they all agreed to hold him out uh, before the playoffs began. He didn't play in the playoffs. uh, But I think it was a good decision for both sides. Now he can use the entire summer, get his body right, be 120-45% to be able to play next season. Uh, but we, I don't know if you guys saw it. There were some videos of him at Duke. He was putting down some crazy dunks. Oh, yeah. You know, we, 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 we definitely got to look into that one. Yeah, I agree. And there, the wood seemed to be able to maintain, you know, his spring there at Duke. Mm-hmm. At the Pelicans practice court, I think it was given in like a trampoline. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, it's great to hear about Zion coming back next year. Let's say he turns down the max. Can he turn down the max? I mean, listen, I, I don't think he turns down a full max contract, but if they play around with it, if they don't give him an actual max, if they, you know, if there's incentives, if it's like Joel Embiid's max contract from a, year, from a few years ago, which 
allowed some protection for the team. Could he for sure? He does have one year left on his deal, though. So both sides could eventually just decide to play it off into next season, yeah. let the season go, and then have him as a restricted free agent. Kind of like how Phoenix uh, handled the DeAndre Ayton situation. And do they have franchise tags in the NBA? Would he be able to go elsewhere? What's the restricted free agent mean? Another team can match or has to pay more? What, what does that mean? So essentially they can give him a qualifying tender uh, that would make him a restricted free agent. That's next season. It's, it's, it's a pretty lucrative one-year contract. Players don't typically take that, though, especially players like, you know, players like Zion, these max contract kind of guys. They don't take that one-year tender. So, yeah, in some way, that is a franchise tag. It's rarely ever taken from uh, from max players. It's really just a tool for, for teams to allow players to be restricted free agents. Let's get Zion back out there. Go ahead, Tom. Shams, what the hell are the Mavs doing on the bench? I saw they were fined $100,000. Not what? enough! Are Whoa. they just wearing the same color as Warriors and pretending to be on a court? Or what, what's going on here? Shout out Theo Pinson. That guy is is just a ball of energy from everything I've, I've heard in Dallas. Like the, the leadership that he provides on the bench, and he's obviously the ringleader for this bench unit for these guys to all be standing up all game, a couple feet away from the court. But I think l- l- let's give Mark Cuban credit. I don't think he cares about these fines. I mean, there's probably <laughs> going to be a fine that comes across the ticker today or tomorrow that they got fined for last game. Like those guys, as long as they cheer each other on and they're good teammates, I don't think they care about the fines in Dallas. So um, to me, I, like, I think it's fun. I think it's fun for the game for these guys to be – a feet away from the court, um, and Theo Pinson's loving it. You know, wearing the same color as the Golden State Warriors. I like when the bench is rowdy. Yeah. Go ahead, AJ. <laughs> What's the NBA worried about? That these nine foot tall guys are standing and blocking the first five rows of, of people paying a ton of money? <laughs> I, I think I think what the worry is is that the players are so close to the court that there could be injury, right? So if a guy goes tumbling down there, if, oh, if well, they're serving beers and tripping. Seat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hey, they're saw, serving we beers. We saw Steph Curry. Yeah. We saw Steph Curry last night. He tripped over the vendors. Uh, foot or, or his body and so there's always that fear that if you if these guys are so close to the court you know could there be you know a guy that gets tripped or a guy that gets hurt uh you know getting running into a guy that's on the bench that close to the game so i think that's really the chief concern is safety uh but at the end of the day i think dallas is like we want to share our guys on we just care about camaraderie and i think that's the focus i love it bring the juice you gotta do what you gotta do uh i've gotten the opportunity to sit in a couple very nice seats mm-hmm. at an NBA game. Ooh. I've always been very surprised with how close I am. Mm-hmm. Like somebody's with an inbound pass, mm-hmm. and I can literally, I could just punch them right in the spleen <laughs> if I wanted to. You know, like that, the NBA does provide that type of intimacy almost with the crowd. I could see how maybe they're starting to worry about it, but that's an all year thing, isn't it? Why is it just being highlighted now, you think? Dallas has been doing it all year. That bench has been doing it all year, and I think. Uh, there was, you know, there was some conversations behind the scenes late in the season, and again, when, when the playoffs start, um, you know, all, all eyes, you know, everything gets heightened. So I think the fact that this is all happening in the playoffs, all eyes are on the Mavericks, all eyes are on their bench. But honestly, like you saw the ref tell Theo Pinson, like, put on a new shirt. I think he was just joking last night um, when when the ref told Theo Pinson, you probably want to change your white shirt. I think it's honestly fun. I think it's fun for the game. But again, the league has more safety concerns for all this, especially come playoff time. Well, thank you to the league for caring more than anybody else. Oh, yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, senior NBA insider for the Athletic and Stadium, the man that never sleeps, always on his phone, has to remind himself with an alarm to actually drink water <laughs> because how much he's trying to dig up scoops. Ladies and gentlemen, Sean Sharani. Thank you. Yeah, 
Speaking of money being paid, the Washington Commanders have put aside or have paid $100 million for a new piece of land in Virginia. Is that where they're taking their stadium? Their current stadium's trash in D.C. Poop pipes bursting all over people. Uh-huh. Walls falling on top of players. Mm-hmm. Is that why they're not looking to upgrade that thing? Are they moving out of the... District of Columbia into Virginia and our Commanders fans losing their mind on the internet right now? Yes! The Virginia Commanders in a couple of years, AJ! Well, if they if they paid a hundred million dollars for a piece of land, obviously you have to assume yes, this is gonna be a stadium, right? <laughs> you yeah. would assume but that's a lot of money. Are they gonna be able though? With how their team is, are they going to be able to get those big tax the big tax money that all these, not all of them, but a lot of owners use to help build these stadiums? Well, especially in that area with the amount of politics, yes. I assume that's why D.C. wasn't a uh, possibility because maybe Virginia gave some sort of tax break or maybe they have some conversation in Virginia to build a new stadium. There has to be. Before they buy that $100 million piece of land, don't you think they have to have conversations like Hey, if we're going to do this, they have to make sure they work out some of the details. Hey, and the town better hold up its end of the bargain, or they'll be like the Carolina Panthers who said, fuck you. Yeah. We will stop this right now. We don't care if we already had walls or broken ground. We put up our end. You have not put yours up. So guess what? We're looking for a new town. I don't think the commander's doing that. The commander's putting $100 million. That's quite an investment, especially whenever you don't know who the owner's going to be in coming years with a vote potentially happening with Snyder on his way out at the league meetings. Need 24 votes to start that conversation. Has never happened before. Now news is being leaked that there's going to take votes to maybe push Dan Snyder out. Who's the new owner? Where are they playing football at? Are they going to be the commanders forever if a new owner comes in? AJ, so many question marks around one of the most storied franchises and programs in the NFL's history. But, okay, if they are going to be forced to sell the team, this definitely drives your value up because if you're an owner, all owners want new stadiums. Mm -hmm. You could say, hey, I'm going to buy this team. I get to basically build this stadium from scratch, brand new stadium. That's a huge revenue booster for you as the team. So I would imagine it would drive the price tag up. I assume that having land in Virginia is good, not bad for the next owner. That's what you're saying? Uh, yeah, having a, plan, having a plan for a brand new stadium because who, as an owner, who wants to come in and take over that stadium where the railings are falling and turds are falling on people? Yeah, you don't want mm-hmm. turds falling no, in the stadium that never. you're buying. So no. I guess new property is good. Remember, this happened in Chicago here too. Was it $30 million in land yeah. uh, like an hour away from Chicago in Arlington? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Is this one happening in Arlington, Virginia? Oh, oh, shit. oh. Arlington just taking over the whole NFL? <laughs> Is it going to be the Arlington Bears or the Arlington oh. Commanders? Or the Arts and Cowboys, right? Uh, is this where Bezos <laughs> jumps in? Uh, Zito said there's some pictures of what could potentially be being... Oh, nice. I like when the internet says this could possibly happen. <laughs> I believe that's the plot of land that they bought. So they just put like a stadium over it. You're going to want a casino probably there. Hotels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Entire Patriot whole, whole place thing. like up in New England. Yeah, restaurants. Such a good idea to be able to do that. If you can do that, just buy up the entire area, create your own village or town, and make everybody that comes to it spend every dollar with you and nobody else. No poop pipes. Hey, in that, in this like uh, drawing or whatever computer image here, is that a baseball field I see through that roof? No. Is that dirt? It looks like home plate and home. dirt. Maybe. I think yeah, that's I the poop that. pipes. Coming. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, I think that's all the poop zone. pipes. Yeah. Cross I think it's an end zone. That'd be a cool too scene. Too many hoop pipes, yeah. Well, there's never too many. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the problem uh-huh. with FedEx Field. Are they trying to get this built before the next World Cup, too? Oh, wow. 
Bring back the troughs in the bathroom. How long did it take to build SoFi? They could probably do that, couldn't they, before the next World Cup? Yeah. What was it, $8 billion? How much did it cost? $6 billion? Yeah, well, that was yeah. Yeah. Like when's, that, the yeah. next, when's the World Cup coming? Uh, four years after this upcoming. Okay. You could build a stadium in four years, right? 2026. So it says uh, the commanders like the site because of how it can be developed. According to a source, their plans include a 60,000-seat dome stadium so it can be used throughout the year. Uh, as well as the team's practice facility and amphitheater, seating 15,000 to 20,000, oh. uh, high-end retail shops, bars go. and restaurants. Welcome to Commander Town. Yeah. Welcome to... That's why the team's worth so much more money, because you have, like you said, Patriot Place. Everybody's trying to build that, where, hey, it's a one-stop shop. You come here to the game, we you're going to stay in places we own, You're gonna our hotels we own, all, all the merch. Like They just make all the money. That's, that's the plan. What about local business? Aren't you guys for local business? Uh, yeah, our local businesses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, remember that stat of how much money like the Patriots and the Cowboys make for every home, home game? game? It's like seventy-two million dollars. What for about Jerry the Packers? World? How much money the Packers oh, yeah. make off of local real estate? Mm-hmm. It's absurd. <laughs> Get a retractable dome, though. Why build a straight dome? Why wouldn't everything be retractable now? Tell them, tell them about the roof. I haven't read about the roof yet. Have you read about the roof? Uh, the roof would be translucent. And the stadium's facade could change colors. It could be white during the day and uh, burgundy at night. So this is just like SoFi, where they're running shit on top of the thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, they better fucking close the Commander's one, though, because that whole entire deal with the thunderstorms last year was absurd. There had to be a reason that they decided to do that, tax purposes or descript purposes, why they didn't make it a connected stadium, arena, dome thing. Makes no sense. I wonder why it was. Had to be something. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be the money, because they're already... Like four billion over when they made it. <laughs> this ESPN article says the team would like to return to DC, uh, but it's on federal land, so a lot of government hurdles to get through to build something. Does like anything that. ever happen over there? <laughs> Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> no, what do you mean? Does just like anything happen? I, I honestly, and I'm 35 years old now. I'm a fucking old man. I get it, and I should start paying attention to it. But like, I've never heard like a celebration. Right? There's no, there's no, no like, hey, no, we no. did it. It's always. You motherfuckers are going to kill everybody <laughs> on both sides. You mean in D.C.? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Capitol Hill. Well, yeah, because if one side's celebrating, the other side's killing them. I don't think I ever hear the celebrating, though. Ever. Yeah, no. I don't either, actually. You're right. Do they ever take the tractor another round? I don't think so. And just fucking smell the roses? <laughs> they no. should. There's always another fight to make the world a better place. That's right. And that's why I appreciate everybody that goes over there. Huh. Seems like the only time they do put their swords away is at the congressional baseball game. I was going to say, they're happy that. It's been happening since 1776. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every single year. Did you know that? 1492, they thought of it. 1776, they implemented it. Mm-hmm. And then now they're still playing it, and Gonzo's the only one under the age of 30. Yeah. yeah. John Adams used to fucking throw heat, yeah. and they were like, hey, we need to keep this going. Yeah. When was baseball invented? Fucking before America. You sure about that? Yeah, 1730. Probably in the 15 hunch. Mm-hmm. 16 hunch. Uh, 1869. No. Wow. No. Fucking slow. <laughs> it makes sense. It took him a while to put the rules together because how complicated the game is. You Since they didn't have a name for it back then, right? They said, hey, let's go do the boring thing that passes time that we don't have to talk to anybody else about anything real for a while. Stick ball. How many innings <laughs> should we make this thing? One, two? Nah, fucking nine. Nine, yeah. I don't want to go home. Just like golf. Make this thing 100 holes. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go home. 1909 was the first congressional baseball game. Wow. Javier Molina mm-hmm. pitching in that one just like he did against the fucking Buccos mm-hmm. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Did you see Close. that? Close. Close. Fucking. 
At least we won yard on that motherfucker. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, he's thrown 63, so I'd hope so. Pirates <laughs> lost 18 nothing in a baseball game. The same sport we were speaking about right now where the congressional people go play mm -hmm. and it's miserably boring and it's like, how is this something? Well, it's actually good uh, camaraderie, you know, come together, really pass some shit. Okay, cool. Baseball normally rather boring. One team running up 18 runs on the other one, very unexpected. But when you hear it happens, you go like, oh, who'd they do it against? Oh, obviously, the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates. <laughs> yep. Sell the team, nutting, you prick. You know what I mean, AJ? Is it, is it um, so do the Pirates, like, take offense when Javier Molina, at age 39, gets inserted to pitch for the first time in his major league career? They were asking him to sign the fucking baseball. Yeah, it's yeah. like when uh, old Cuzzy just did this a couple months ago, uh, also on there. Albert Pujols. Pujols mm -hmm. pitched, I guess, a couple months ago when they mm -hmm. were up, like, 15 runs or something on somebody. Somebody got a hit, and they were like, oh, will you sign that and send it over? It's like, all right. Let's fucking maybe just quit next time. Javier steps on the mound in your Pittsburgh Pirates, just throw in the white flag thing, yep. and then get back in the dugout, go underneath the thing, and never show up at a baseball field again. Yeah, I mean, when you got guys laughing on the mound after they give up like a 500-foot homer, that's when you should be very embarrassed. I mean, he's basically out there underhanded List. pitches They're to They're saying yep. maybe Zambelli fireworks, too. And then they lose 18 zip. Well, and then you see when those balls land in the – I mean, they're – you say it a lot, and it's not hyperbole. There might have been 50 people at that game. This is not going to surprise you. The Pirates are dead last in the MLB in run differential. Yeah, but they're, uh, they lost 18 nothing. That's going to hurt for a long time. It's like having nine like turnovers in one game. They got yeah. a better record than eight teams in the MLB, though, okay? And, and the Cards just did that last week to the Giants when Pujols pitched, okay? let's not. It's not just the Pirates. That so I would love up? to go to that game, though. Wouldn't you like to go to a baseball game where 18 runs are scored? Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely. That's what you're praying for, but it never fucking happens unless you're playing the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm -hmm. It's not a fun game for the Pirates there for a how come, game. How come baseball peers aren't mad about that one? Where you're throwing in a non-pitcher, it's an embarrassment to the game. Nah, yeah. dude, you can't no, burn an arm. Yeah. Can't, can't burn, burn a bullpen arm. arm. You're up 18 runs. Not fucking. Is there a chance Ooh, if I'm at that game? I could sweet talk my way into putting on a costume and going and pitching for the team. Oh, Maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. People need to start doing that. In the stands, get in the uniform and go. This is random fan from Section 113 pitching against the fucking Pittsburgh Pirates right now. It's actually a pretty good gimmick. Uh -huh. Well, the Pirates will likely be in this position a lot this season. Exactly. So, uh, maybe somebody else will implement that rule, AJ. How are the Reds doing? You guys still stink? I haven't really checked in on we're uh, the Reds. We're usually like a late season team where we we decide to turn it on. They're uh, twelve and twenty eight. Yeah, they're terrible. Okay, <laughs> you guys suck. Weren't they like one and fifteen at one point? Two and eleven. What are we? Oh yeah, sixteen and twenty four. It's not bad. Cubs are also sixteen and twenty four. Lost eighteen. AJ stopped following when Brennerman got canned. True. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's go to the fence. <laughs> By the way, uh, I was a big Marty Brennerman guy. You're Pirates are better. That's than the dad. Not the long drive. <laughs> Pirates are better than Tigers. Just, you know, that them too. Oh, wow. Wow. I can't believe Tigers are still in the majors. True. I didn't know they were still a team. <laughs> no, send them back we're down. supposed to be a dark horse team this year. I guess we still stink. Well, that's what they say to cities like Detroit. Mm -hmm. Detroit sports. <laughs> keep hope. Right. Hey, Lions, Peter King, dark horse. Yeah, dark Literally. horse. Detroit sports have been three years away for the last 10 years. So, right now, it feels like we're still going to stay three years away. Yeah. 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 Let's go to the phones, 500 energy phone line. Fucking buckets are so bad, AJ. Yeah. Yeah. 
so fucking bad. Eight they should do it like uh, one of those, one of the million soccer leagues out there. Isn't there one where if you if you suck, they you get bumped down to like the minors. And if you're good in the minors, you get bumped up. It's all of them. Something happened. A team almost got relegated last week. I saw a guy crying his yeah. fucking yeah. face off. Everton. Everton. Yeah. Dude was crying in stance because they didn't get relegated. That's mm-hmm. so much money too. Like to stay in the Premier League, they get so much money. Like when a team comes up to the Premier League, like saves their club for years. Congrats to Everton. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like a one year trial or how's it work? Mm-hmm. If you're if you're bottom three, you go back down. Like Norwich comes up every year, next year they go back down and done it five times in a row. <laughs> Who plays for them? Just like up and coming people or? Norwich? Yeah. The the Canaries? Nobody good. No, but I'm saying, is it like the locals play on this team and then they potentially end up in the fucking Premier League? Yeah, like teams will come up from like Div 5. Like they'll come all the way up. Division 5? Yeah. Jesus. So that's like you, me, Zito, Foxy fielding the team? <laughs> yeah. Getting hot? They're getting the FA Cup. They test for marijuana at the PGA? Uh, they test for Coke, I believe. I don't know about weed. <laughs> Thank you. AJ. Good to know. I believe some golfers have been busted for coke. Yeah, I, yeah. I know. I I agree. I do believe. Do they, they probably do test for all street drugs there. I don't know. I was thinking in my head, like, would that help or hurt in the moment yesterday as I was watching Mito? In my head, I was thinking, like, this dude must smoke so Are you much saying dope. for you or somebody else? Well, just anybody in general. But if I was to get into the PGA, would I be allowed to be high as fuck out there? That's actually a good I don't question. know. Maybe we can get the commissioner on and would that be better or worse? For me, I think it'd be much better. Much, 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 much better. Yeah. I know they stopped them. They can't take uh, those beta blockers, whatever those do. Mm. Something that Slow slows your heart, your heart rate. rate down. I know that's yeah, illegal. Like performers take them, like musicians and people I've heard. Oh, so that's like uh, anxiety? It's a nerve thing. It's a ner- I don't know what it's technically for, but it, it calms their nerves, I guess. Xanax? So it's like when snipers and the... Archery folks at the Olympics are trying to control their heart rate. There's something that can do that for you. I get whatever beta blockers mean, whatever it does. I think I heard like Jennifer Aniston mention it in one thing she was doing. Jen? Like actors, musicians that are like composers. I've heard them talk about it. Is this Xanax? No, I, I think it's different. I don't know exactly. I just, I, that's all I know about it really. Guys take it for their nerves or people take it. Xan really turns people into zombies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does it put you to sleep? Um, some people, I guess, can operate on it, it, but they're sleepwalking. I think all the people that I know that have gotten into Zans that aren't prescribed it. Now, people are prescribed it, obviously. And it's scary can, either way, though. Either scary. Even if people prescribed it, I feel like it's scary how scary, cavalier scary. people are about scary, it. Scary, 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 scary. I've only done yeah, it. That's what kills the uh, celebrities. They usually drink on that stuff, right? Yep. Is it Zans? I don't know if it's Zans. Benzo, whatever Benzos are, Benzo I hear Dr. Drew talk about it. People drink on Benzos. Yeah, because you drink with a Zanny bar, you're done, right? Mm-hmm. Zombie. Yeah, mixing stuff. That's where it really gets you. <laughs> Stay away from the pills. Yeah. 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 Let's go to the Five Energy Phone Let's go to Braden Nashville. What's going on, Braden? How's it going down there? Braden's dead. Dude. Oh, Come Braden's on. Okay. Hey, what's up, Pat and the boys? Hey, Braden. Mm. How you doing, man? Hey, just wanted to talk about Deshaun and what you guys think about the Browns and uh, if you've heard anything about uh, what his suspension is going to be looking like maybe this year or next. Thank you, Braden. I guess the conversation was that there was no deadline for when the NFL 
would enforce its suspension of Deshaun Watson. Roger Goodell basically said, we just want to get as much information as possible, as much information as possible, and there was no suspension looming, allegedly, just like a month and a half ago, I believe, was the conversation. Now, league meetings are happening right now. There's other stuff cooking here in the dead of the offseason. OTAs happening, and now it's being reported, and there's a little bit of smoke, that a Deshaun Watson suspension will probably be coming up here in the next like few weeks. I don't know if it's bullshit. I don't know what's real. Deshaun's down in Bahamas with 23 other Cleveland Browns, kind of getting used to the lay of the land and learning about each other. I believe the Browns are just going off of whatever they can do and just kind of acting as if. But allegedly, with the HBO Real Sports coming out, right? Mm -hmm. Where two of the accusers are being interviewed uh, and everything. This is only going to continue to grow. I don't know what the hell the NFL is going to do, but allegedly there's a chance that the suspension is announced much earlier than we could have ever imagined. Well, yeah, I would imagine they want to announce it during the summertime. And if this is this HBO Real Sports thing, which comes out tomorrow, I believe, where two of the accusers speak, is that going to, are they worried that's going to I don't know, create a bunch of buzz around this where people are going to say, hey, Rod, you got to do something. Good transition. Buzz B, the lawyer for the accusers, he came out and made a quote about how it was no easy interview with the um, uh, HBO uh, real time. There was no prepared questions in there. He respected the due diligence that HBO did in the middle of it. He got questioned as well. He put down his uh, resume of how many other people he has represented in this type of situation. So I have no clue what's going to happen, how it's going to happen, but it feels like there's a lot to still be figured out. And the Browns putting $230 million guaranteed into a contract with Deshaun, they had to have had some sort of inkling about something. Something. Trevor Bauer has come out and said that the precedent or somebody said about Trevor Bauer, how the precedent has been set. Basically, he's two years suspension now. That is a different sport, different league, different situation than what Deshaun's in. But everybody is just kind of projecting their thoughts right now. I don't know if there's any concrete information anywhere, AJ. Wait, is Trevor Bauer saying that Deshaun should be suspended that long or he will be? I have no clue how it came about. I, I honestly, I didn't look into it enough. I should have. And where is Trevor Bauer out with his whole situation? He's got he's, a two-year suspension. Yeah. Yeah. He's starting fucked, now or starting like time served? I have no clue. He's not playing this not entire season, either. yeah. Jesus. Um, I'm trying to remember how he phrased it, and I don't want to mispronounce this, so I'm not, not mispronounced, but miss. Pretty delicate situation. Yeah. Should think about that. I mean, there's a chance this suspension comes down maybe this Friday before a holiday weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're off Monday, everybody. Bye. Memorial Day, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we are off Monday. We got F1 Monaco on Sunday. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Let's go. That's the Super Stop. Bowl yeah. of F1. It is. Been waiting Let's months go. for this. I am. I'm pumped. I started watching um, Live to Drive or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Good. Very good. I watched first episode, a lot of accents. I tried to keep up with it all. I think I'm going to have to dive into it a little bit more. Okay. You won't. I will. No, we yeah. got Monaco you on Sunday. I haven't watched it. I, I don't. Monica I hear Sunday, it's going dude. great, but just watching you describe the first episode, I knew within three words you're not going to continue. Monica's on Sunday. Yeah, we got yeah, Monica on Sunday. Sunday. It's weird stuff. Barcelona was, was this <laughs> exotic location. <laughs> I tried to watch it. It was late. It was late. It was late. It was after I came home from SmackDown. I'm like, you'll do it again. Monica's a sure. Sunday though. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's why. It's Monica. the only race on this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday, 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Monaco F1. Mm-hmm. So I knew that was coming. So last. Friday night after I got home from SmackDown, quick trip from Grand Rapids, whose crowd was... Yeah. Hey, Grand Rapids, Michigan crowd was... 
Top tier. They were loud. Top tier. Very loud. Very energetic. There was kids crying at the end. I mean, they're very invested. I, you know, heartbreaker. What happened to Riddle? Man. Oh God. And what happened to Randy Orton? RK, bro, a heartbreaker. Tag team unification loss. And obviously, the kids at Grand Rapids didn't enjoy it too much. Who beat him? Fucking the bloodline. The Usos. The Who do you think? That's, that shouldn't be surprising, should it? Bingo! It's not. That's why those kids crying. What do you? What did you think? Yeah, wake up, kid. Clown. The unified tag team champions of the world. Shout out to Road Dog, Jesse James, badass Billy Gunn, but instead it's the Bloodline Usos. God damn it. They have all the unified championships. The heavyweight, unified heavyweight championship, Revan Reigns. Unified tag team champions, the Usos. Friday Night SmackDown Zone, Bloodline. Hell yeah. Unbelievable. I get home from Grand Rapids, though, after Baby cried watching, a kid cried watching the Usos do their thing. And I'm like, you know what? Monaco, next Sunday, 9 a.m., this is their Super Bowl. Darius Butler's been talking about this. I'm going to watch it. I fell asleep quickly. I think the accents did it to me, mm-hmm. but it does seem like it would be a good series. Oh, yeah, and you told us last Wednesday, you're like, hey, I, I really like what I'm seeing out of Max Verstappen's yeah. car so mm-hmm. far. I can't wait for Monaco. So we knew Monaco's that you're – right? Yeah, Monaco is on Sunday. Yep. Max Verstappen's got all the great engineers, too. Oh, yeah. There huh? is another race. I don't want to – like, we can't skip over this. The Coke 600 is also Sunday. So it's Monaco and Coke 600, and that's it. Here yeah. we go. Okay. We got big race day on Sunday. We got any uh, NBA, NHL game scheduled for Sunday as well? Yeah, yeah. Probably the Celtics. series might be over. When Verstappen gets in the Red Bull 13 car, I mean, there's just no stopping him. Well, that's the thing about the Verstappen Red Bull 13. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That helmet goes on. The engine turns on. Ring, ring. And that's fucking game, race, set, match for everybody else in the fucking stupid cars. That's right. That's Monaco, baby. Lewis Hamilton's driving better than he's ever drove. Yeah, he has. You know that, AJ? His car just just letting him down. I'm pretty deep into this F1. (laughs) Yeah. How deep? <laughs> I think it would be cool to go down to that thing in Miami. That'd be fun to see, like, how bizarre the whole situation is. Other than that, I think I'm all right. Oh, Barcelona. How about Monaco or yeah. Barcelona? I'd go to Monaco. Yeah. Someone to, uh, you want to take me to Monaco? I'll go. Monaco country? Yes. Very, very nice, no, it's too, a, from what I see. Did you say yes to it's a country? Yeah. Monaco's a country. No, it's a uh, city in France. No. Is it? Is it like a District of Columbia type thing where it operates as its own? Country? Yeah. It kind of does, I feel like. Like the Vatican? Huh? Yeah, sure, like Vatican City. The Vatican has the Pope and God rule mm-hmm. over that whole fucking place. Don't you ever question it? It's its own country. What do you mean? Yeah. Is it a country, too? Monaco or Rome? Vatican's considered Monaco's its own, like, its own area. Monaco with Nice? Nice Probably. is definitely a part of France. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I nice swear is right by uh, Nantes, actually. Nice is really nice, right? Uh-huh. Yes. So is it Monaco where those guys park all their mega yachts yeah. and stuff? Mm-hmm. I think Monaco's not, country. Not now. Yeah, I swear yeah, Monaco's sure country. Tony? It's by Marseille, right? Hmm. Let me look. Tony, you're the only one on your You computer. have a computer, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm reading. Monaco's on Sunday, Tony. We need to yeah, know. Just Google Monaco. It's country or not? Is it a city or country? Could be moving it to every other year, the Monaco. Prince of, the Principality of Monaco is a uh, sovereign city-state and micro-state of the French Riviera. So it's like so District it's, of Columbia. Yeah. Okay. So it's country. God damn, I feel good. Wow. It's, it's located on the French Riviera. Hey, that's Monaco, though. That's Monaco, uh-huh. baby. Can't wait for Sunday. Second smallest sovereign state in the world after Vatican City. Wow. Oh, see? Boom. Oh, so like the Vatican's in Italy and Monaco's in France, but they're not technically. One god is the money. The other god is Jesus Christ. Okay. There that's it is. Right. All right. <laughs> We're out of here. We're back tomorrow. Ain't that right, AJ Hawk?
That is right. I can't wait. I gotta go. I'm gonna go, maybe I'll go watch that first episode of that F one show. Yeah, watch more than I did. Okay, make the show better. Well, you watched about two minutes. So we got Succession right now. I mean, you're locked in. Is that coming back? By the way, mm-hmm. yeah, this year, end of this Season year, four. allegedly. Yes. yes. So I'm trying to save the last two episodes. Last keep old buddy alive. Who? You know the guy that's the son that seems to struggle at times. All right. Jeez. Come on, AJ. Let's do one last phone call and get the not fu- Kieran Culkin. But he needs to stay alive too. Yeah, is he four foot five? Yeah, he's a little guy. Yes, yes. Roman mm-hmm. Romulus. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, I thought so. Maybe a little taller. No, not much. Dude, some of those scenes where he's just kind of peacocking around. Mm-hmm. I'm like, imagine seeing this thing in real life. What would you? What would you? If he was that character in real life, yeah. walking into a meeting, acting the way he acted at the size that he is, that would be awesome. He's listed Beast. at five six on the internet. Well, how tall is his dad in the show listed? Brian Cox. He's not that tall. 6'2". Yeah. Logan Roy. Yeah. Handling biz. Yeah. He's a giant when he's walking into those meetings, Mm -hmm. though. Mm -hmm. Titan. Oh, how about that shareholders meeting, Dad? Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many good things. Brian Cox is listed at 5'9". Okay. Without shoes on? Who? 5'9", Brian Cox. That's Logan Oh, I think he said Brian Gosling. I thought Gosling's like 6'2". Yeah, he is. Is he? Mm-hmm. How about Seems Conan like O'Brien it. selling his podcast network for 130 or 150 million dollars to Sirius XM? Yeah, not bad. Selling? Is he still going to do it? He's just going to go strictly serious? I don't know if he sold his library for 150 million dollars and also future shows. Wait, yeah. just his show, or is there other shows on the network? A podcast network. So I don't know. I'm not 100 sure, but I do wow. know 150 million dollars was spent by Sirius XM to obtain it. Congratulations, Conan hey, O'Brien! Hey, baby Conan! Hey, baby Conan! Oh yeah. What does that mean? I've heard someone. I don't know. What's it called? Uh, what is it called? I don't know, but I've heard some of his interviews on there. The Conan Show. Yeah, I bet. Coco. I like Team Coco's YouTube. I like Conan O'Brien. Seemed to be innovative ahead of his time. Obviously, whenever he took the deal to go to TBS, he lost a lot of viewers, but he kept his, you know, cult-like following in which he had a lot of people that followed along. Great SNL writer, has done a great job hosting his shows. Now he's making $150 million after retiring from TV with SiriusXM. I'm happy for old Coco. Yeah, it's unreal. Oh, yeah. I also didn't know SiriusXM's just shelling out $150 million for podcasts. They acquired Team Coco, and I assume that's a YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Ah, Okay. Good for them, 150 million. Yeah, Team Coco yeah. staff will join SiriusXM as well. Congratulations. All right. So you got to get serious if you want to hear his podcast moving forward, right? Probably the app, SiriusXM app. Mm-hmm. And then uh, okay. his actual show, Need a, Needs a Friend. Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend will be on that as well. And that's his interview show, I wonder? I believe so, yes. I watched yeah, Letterman. Letterman has a couple more. My next guest needs no introduction. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I watched Will Smith's. Ooh. I haven't watched that one yet. Was it good? Was it after? Did Will smack him? It was before Will's smackage okay. released afterwards. There is an editorial move made by Letterman to add something to the episode. Though. Okay. Okay. Pretty comfortable. That's, mm-hmm. That's, That's a great show. Who else? Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I didn't Kevin see Durant. that one. Yeah. I watched Kevin yeah, Durant. Durant was love good. Kevin Durant. Yeah. Kevin Durant said, I'm motherfucking high right now. What are mm-hmm. you talking about? <laughs> Whenever they talked about marijuana. Loved Kevin Durant. Liked Kevin Durant before this interview. Bam. Love him even more. Big time Kevin Durant fan after watching his My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. He was awesome in there. I'll have to check that out. Letterman's yeah. good interview. Good conversation. Good conversation. KD is the best. 
KD is awesome. Yeah, he's a weapon. Did you watch that? No, I haven't yet. I'm it's pumped. Very, you're going to think it even more. Yeah, I didn't know the uh, Letterman was coming out with more episodes. Yeah, five. I think they just released five or six more episodes. Mm-hmm. Pumped. Yeah, pretty good. KD. Bill Eilish is one of them. Bill's first on one, there? Billie yeah. Eilish is the first one. I did not watch it. I skipped it. Yeah, went straight to the Kevin Durant one. Yeah. And then I think the Will Smith one just rolled right in next. I was like, oh, Will Smith, here we go, I'll join this. And he told the whole story about how Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was founded, which just happened at a party one night, basically, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Pretty good stuff. Damn. Did he come up with it? Uh, no, somebody else whose life it actually was. What? Was like hosting a party or something. And there oh, that's was interesting. everybody that needed to be there. And it was originally from another town where that guy was from the idea it, they changed it to philly because that's where will smith was from will like needed 10 minutes they gave him like 10 minutes and he basically went out and auditioned for everybody at this party and they green lit it the next day fresh prince of bella jesus crushed pretty awesome that's yeah. wild i thought that was will's life huh. well kind of well kind of is i think well, kind of was that's who is the person that pitched the idea i forget who it was good conversation though Burt Kreischer? jazzy jeff it wasn't burst burke kreischer he talked about how he and jazzy jeff used to be um a lot of jazzy jeff conversation he and jazzy jeff he won a grammy in his first year of rap and his parents told him he didn't want to be a rapper or something like that told him he only had one year and he and jazzy jeff uh won the grammy and they weren't at the grammy they were at some like boycott of the grammys award because rap wasn't being represented properly or whatever then they were announced for winning the grammy and he said it kind of felt like an asshole not being there for <laughs> winning the grammy and the whole thing is you know some lovable will smith moments in there there were some moments there where you watch you go okay kind of an asshole or whatever mm-hmm. but well. very successful had a zippered uh shirt on and the thing had a big oh no like the when he sat down, there was a big uh, penis, like penis and thing yeah. type with the yeah in the chest. It was hard not to pay attention to for 15, 20 minutes of the conversation. Was it a wrinkle or did it like cinch? He cinch a string or was it just no? It just was. It was you know a, how zippers. It go. was a zipper the entire way down, so it just was sticking out of his sternum. Yeah, someone's got to have his back there. Well, they ended up at the end of it. They just cropped it out, and they were just showing like from here up, which is very nice because yeah, it was smart. very distracting. Well, everyone was probably deathly afraid to tell him for yeah. fear of him smacking them in the mouth. You punched. Well, well, or Jada yeah, made, made yeah, him it that way. Yeah, Jada. Everyone's gonna think you have a fucking war penis coming out of your chest. Leave it like that. Don't fucking touch it. That's what we want. Two penises better than one penis. It's great. It's actually Hell probably yeah. part of the plan. Hey, if they're if they're worried about the penis growing out of your chest, they're not worried about what you're saying. Nope. White Tiger said he went over to Taj Mahal. He's okay. So <laughs> he's better now. I believe him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Forgiven. White Tiger. Mm-hmm. What a moment in this show's history. <laughs> Every conversation with Bill Burr, I have no idea how it's going to go. Yeah. Every single yeah, time. He's awesome. That's why it's fun. Yeah. It's almost like uh, I've seen him take some of those convos the other way mm-hmm. you know just oh, yeah. deciding nope i'm not doing it and then for us i feel like i just you know i'm sticking with it for a good 5 10 10 15 minutes with bill i will continue because i have the utmost respect for his brain and his comedy and everything he's accomplished some other people though if they were to do you know the first 10 minutes of feeling out like hey let me remind you you don't hate us here that's what it feels like we're doing with bill for the first 10 minutes or whatever everybody else like, all right done with this conversation <laughs> bill burr though can't fucking the bill is the best white tiger what a disrespectful fucking thing I no think. you name the next one it's gonna be good too yeah. oh yeah he's got a lot to talk about yeah he's busy as hell too it sounds like he's editing a movie all the way into what oh. 
his in world the, tour that he's doing, slight mm-hmm. return. Epis for Family's still going, right? I, I think, think they so. had the final season. Yeah. Oh. The last one was the final one, I believe. Yeah. It's not AJ Stupid. That was dumb. <laughs> I thought it was. But that one did crush. He's awesome. Yeah. I'm a big, legit fan of Bill Burr. I don't know if he is a Mars or not, but we'll find out in the next conversation. No, he has fun. You can tell he has fun mm-hmm. on here. Yeah. I got a lot of people judging my interview style with uh, Bill Burr. You know, a lot of his fans come after yeah. me. A lot of people tweet me. You got a lot of compliments in there. Next time, let like AJ handle the conversation with Bill Burr instead of you. <laughs> Stop. Like, All right, but, I appreciate that. Thank you. I'm trying my best. <laughs> When's Bill's new special come out? Uh, June 6th. Yeah, soon. At next week, next Sunday. Bill Burr presents Angry Neighbors. No. What is like it? Friends. Something along those Halfway lines. Halfway back? No. no slight no. return That's is tour. his tour. Mad Friends or something. June yeah. 6th is his special. Yeah. Everybody who has a computer in front of them could <laughs> probably search that. Friends Who Kill? Yeah. Ah, there it is. is. Friends Who Kill. And a baby ZD. Good work, ZD. And a what if that thing's changed the white tiger by the time it comes out? Oh, it might be. Awesome. Let's go to Dante in Baltimore. What's going on, Dante? Hello. Hello, guys. What's How going on? Hello. Hey, life is good, hey, Dante. Bro. How are you? Oh, man. Awesome, man. By the way, you're one of the best announcers since uh, Jerry Lawler, man. Oh, I'll yeah. say that from the best, man. The Thank you guys for what y'all do for the show. Oh, I appreciate um, that. That means a lot. What's going just, on, man? Uh, I just was calling in. I uh, saw the Power Rangers, man. I, I, I love the fact that, you know, Indy is my favorite number 21, but I really <laughs> didn't think that the Power Rankings should have been what they were. They they might be postseason, early, um, preseason, but that's that don't seem like it's going to be because a lot of great trades and a lot of great movements have happened since the draft. So I'm just getting your views on it. What do you think about um, – your top 12 what would be your top 12 I'm on your side Dante I think it's a bunch of bullshit what they did with the Colts yep and maybe I'll have to dive into the power rankings world if everybody's just throwing random teams at random numbers can't have it create your scale or your point system yeah and I'll lead off with self handicapping I'm not good at this Mm -hmm. I did have the Bucks but I did have the Bucks last year 2020 yeah and the Chiefs we had Bucks first Chiefs yeah yeah and I like the Rams since Stafford went Mm -hmm. yeah Broncos at 14. Oh, Russell Wilson. Peter King That's just went oh, right into Russell Wilson's yeah. face. Raiders above. He spit right in Russell they Wilson's did. face. Yeah. Monkey pox out there. COVID out there still. Yeah. Can't just have it. spit right in Russell Wilson's <laughs> face. Yeah, and in Matt Ryan's the face. Brown below the Patriots. Dude, the Lions yeah, are ahead insane. of the Colts, Cardinals, Steelers. Bears. I mean, after, after that, there ain't no chance the Lions are better than Colts, Cardinals, Steelers. Maybe the Steelers. I mean, who knows? Steelers football don't Giants, have football Giants. Yeah, they, they beat the, the Cardinals. Two most winning franchise in the last twenty years. The Cardinals don't have a quarterback either, right? Kyler's not even at OTA. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, true. That's right. Colt McCoy. I believe we'll be chatting with maybe the Cardinals general manager here in the next few days. Here Ooh. we go. Ooh. A little bit of clarity on that situation. Do you think it's possible that MCDC brush shoulders with 
Pete King was like, hey, if I'm not 20 or higher, I'm going to beat the fucking shit out of you, Peter. Uh, you think Peter walked out of an, a meeting with him was like, top 20 team? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Like, you think that's what Peter did? Remember, it wrote down on like a little thing like Kevin Costner on draft day. Mm-hmm. On a little thing. Detroit Lions top 20, top 20 no matter no what. what. <laughs> fucking fortune mm-hmm. up. Put right. it in his pocket. Don't fucking forget it. Man. I'll knock your fucking teeth out, man. Man. Try that, that, so. that in pen or pencil, man. <laughs> Don't need an eraser, man. It's probably what he did. Mm-hmm. That's why you guys are 20. I hope you're fucking happy. Folks. Yeah. yeah, I am happy. I love that MCDC. Frank Reich should do that. Only going well, down. he's he's worried about stinking things. That's right. That are really detrimental to the team. Get the boys ready for next year. <laughs> I guess we talked to Orlovsky, but those who just substitute other F words for the F word, uh-huh. we all know. You know, that's tough. God knows. I always say God knows. Might Which well is who they're doing it for, right? I don't think God cares if you say fuck. <gasps> no. <laughs> Call what? me crazy. Call me crazy. You Suspended. went to Catholic school. Suspended. I did. And really, it was always, hey, goddamn is the, yeah. mm-hmm. you stay away from goddamn. God don't give a fuck about fuck. He had a potty mouth himself. <laughs> who, God? Yeah. Did he? Created the word. Does he? I mean, well, or I, she. I don't or understand she. why or he she. or she or whoever created my mouth the way it is. If they created everything in their vision, exactly. yeah. are we not disrespecting their vision if I don't speak how I'm supposed That's to speak? That's the devil tempting mm-hmm. you. Huh? That's the devil tempting you. Creeping mm-hmm. in. Don't let the devil yep. tempt you. Well, the devil went down to Georgia. He's yeah. looking for, for soul to steal. He was in the way behind him. He's willing to make a deal. Your money, your money, your money. I'll make that with you. I'm gonna miss it every day. You know what I mean, AJ? It's a good song. Man. I like it. No time, no. How about Johnny keeping his soul? Yeah. Oh, that was fucking huge. good fiddling. Yeah. Which is also known as the violin. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A little different. Same. A little twangy. Same. Oh. Interchangeable, I believe. That was like a banjo guitar situation. I think they just tried to make a violin cooler and called it a fiddle. Yeah. And it was. It was. Are you Much sure? Cooler. Yeah. No, nah, I'm not 100% sure. It just looks like a violin every time they fucking play yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fucking howl at the moon when the fiddlers hop on oh, top of the piano. Game changer. Every time they hop up on that fucking table or on the piano and just like fucking give it to me. You are 100% like, correct, by the way. Bam, bam, bam. Get out there. Who's here for the devil? Yeah. <laughs> Who's on the devil? <laughs> Same thing, right? Yeah. Basically, it's an informal way of call, uh, referring basically calling a violin. It's like basically a fiddle. Yeah, it's a, it's it a more a country way. Yeah. Talk about violin. Hell yeah. Well, and if you're gonna play in Texas, you gotta, you gotta play a fiddle in the band. That lead guitar's hollering out for Louisiana band. That's a weird line. What? Another good song from Alabama. Yep. Yeah. Goddamn right. Amen. Yeah. Play the hits. Play the hits. Came on this morning. Oh, Dude. Yeah. oh yeah. Listen to that song 500 times this weekend. <laughs> There's no way, because you listen to that song. 900 times last week 
It continued into the weekend. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell just yeah. on your phone, just randomly. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, I was street. working in the yard on Sunday, cutting the grass, getting the yard ready. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe 400 times for myself on repeat <laughs> on Luke. <laughs> we just love beating the hell out of things. Yep. And this is just up at the plate right now. Mm-hmm. It's fucking May 23rd. Yeah, that's right. There'll be another one. All right, we're out of here. Up something season is happening. Oh, yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> What does that mean, AJ? I, I'm trying to figure that out, too. Me three. Hmm. Me four. And Evie said, you guys love to beat the hell out of things. What else do you guys do? <laughs> right. What does that mean? Come on, bro. Well, Bill beats his... Yeah. 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 Bopping Bill. No, the internet. Sock bots. Yeah, sock bots. <laughs> Which, I mean, if you're out there, fucking come over to my page. They're <laughs> <laughs> not real. One, fake account. One time. Someone at least create a burner Zuck suck bot account. I know, that's what sucks. It's like, hey, some people want you in their comments. And that's me. Yeah, there's that one middle aged woman that really likes you. Yeah, Judith. Rocket. Oh my god, I forgot about Judith. Yeah. Judith started talking about how long Connor lost lasts in a sack and stuff. Who was Judith? My girl. Judith looks like she's about, I don't know, twenty five years old or so. Uh well, is she a robot? Twenty five hundred years old, maybe. Whoa! I, it's, She's gonna be heartbroken here. You, yeah. Well, I love her, so she knows is she that. Real? This is how we this is how we go back and forth. Judith loves her some Connor. She's yeah. in his comments. Yeah. Yeah. She's a real person. Yeah, she's yes. a missile. Oh, nice. Congrats, <laughs> Connor. Thank you. I appreciate that. If there are other suckbots out there too, <laughs> Judith follow, is not a suck. Follow Judith's lead. Judith is not a suckbot. I don't know. Judith might kill the other suck bots if they come yeah. after, after you. She oh, seems no. to love you. Oh, feud. Judith's the real deal. But, like yeah. the sound suck of that. off. <laughs> suck off. All right. Let's get out of here. That's what this show has become. <laughs> Back tomorrow. Big time guests. Big time conversations. More around the sports world. Can't thank you enough for joining us. Uh, obviously, Winner Wednesday announcing all the winners oh, yeah. via Cash App. We'll have another giveaway probably tomorrow. Maybe another contest of some sort. Ooh. Appreciate you all so much. See you in 20 hours and 24 minutes. Cheers. Cheers.